Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Midnight Festival podcast, where a great group of guys talk about video games in great detail. I'm Lieutenant Jade, the first commander of the podcast. I'm Corporal Koitsu, the second of three hosts. I'm Corporal Cole. I'm the third of three hosts tonight. Tonight, we're talking about Valkyria Chronicles 4. It's the winner of our very first debate episode. It's a, it's a, it's a monumental moment here on the Midnight Festival podcast. Uh, Cole... Corporal Cole, you, I don't know if I want to start that precedent where we... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to remember. Corporal... I'm not going to remember rank and file. <laughs> uh, Cole, you chose this game. How, why don't you go ahead and, uh, you know, introduce it, introduce it to, to our listeners here. All right. Well, Valkyria Chronicles 4, uh, if you listen to the debate episode, you might remember I compared it mostly just to Valkyria Chronicles 1, uh, and I didn't really explain much beyond that because it is sort of a unique kind of game to wrap your mind around um first and foremost because it is a turn-based sort of tactics rpg but not in the way that you think like a like a fire emblem or something you you go into this tactical mode this map view and you have a layout of the of all the units you have sight on and you deploy all your guys but then you choose one of your squad members to make a move with and then you're in a third person shooter mode and you will take all this interception fire from the enemies as you move around you have to manage your movement and then when you want to line up a shot you get one shot per move you have like infinite time to line up the shot it's really strange and it's something that you kind of have to see for yourself to wrap your mind around but uh, it's very entertaining Um, the story is what I, what can I say about the story? It's anime World War Two. Uh, you follow just a squad of guys and, and and gals around as they gallivant across the countryside trying to stop uh, the bad guys. Yeah, I, trying to save World War Two. I'd even trying go to one save s- World War Two. <laughs> trying to save World War Two. I'd even go one step further and say that it's anime Band of Brothers. There, yeah, <laughs> you could easily say that. Easy, easily say e- that. You could easily say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they literally right, even called the them... podcast that's a great we could wrap it up there i think that's like the perfect summation <laughs> yeah you can w- wrap your mind around that there you go that's valkyria chronicles thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening it's pretty much that's pretty much exactly what it is you just go through the game you just learn a little bit about each of the characters stuff happens world war ii happens anime world war ii rages on you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, anime World War Two rages on in the background, and uh, and you just get to you get to watch these guys, uh, you know, touch butts and look up girls' skirts and just have like a fun time, like just have a fun time in World War Two, just like yeah. real World War Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, and this it was this, a fun time. You're right. And I gotta say, I gotta say, kind of spoiler alert, maybe, but this war wasn't too bad. The the casualties. <laughs> this was only like ten million casualties. I think they said that makes this war only about a thirtieth as lethal as World War Real World War Two was. So this wasn't yeah. a very bad war. This was a pretty good time for everyone compared to I, real I life. Wanna, <laughs> we could get into you know just you know spoilers ahead. I'm not going to spoil anything either. But you can look directly and be like, how many characters did you meet that died? <laughs> Like of your guys, and the number is very small. So they kind of lucked out. They kind of yeah. lucked out. 
Yeah, you, yeah all, the, all of the members of Squad E are incredibly fortunate. Um, they seem to just make it make it by nearly every mission unscathed in this unprecedented war, as they would have put it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah, and at, at one point, I had to, like, ask you guys and, like, look into some extra details about, like, whether or not there were, like, more unwritten characters, like, from your squad, like, Easy Company, that were actually getting, like, killed off. Like, unnamed, like, kind of grunt characters, apparently. Mm. But, yeah, yeah, apparently the consensus is that, yeah, your squad is bigger than just the characters that you're able to play and, like, yeah. are represented, really. Are I get yeah. that impression, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because but none of the... I think they say, they probably say at some point that they're taking, we're taking big losses, but you're all your named and, yeah, and it... voiced and faced squad members are totally okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so disjointed. The anime men and women are... <laughs> They're safe. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah, there are like faceless grunt goon soldiers in, yep. in earlier scenes. I remember that have the easy uh, insignia mm-hmm. on their gear. So even a lot of like the commanders are faceless. It's just like yeah. a commander or like some high up dude. But then he's just like barely been like I, rendered. <laughs> I got a I got a qualm with that. That makes me mad. actually, yeah. Big time. Like, yeah, I, I'm glad that that changed a little bit like later in the game when, you, you know, you meet some other characters. Uh, but when you're initially on the field, like every like all the, the generals and stuff that you're taking orders from are just these faceless like looking. They have the worst rendering mm-hmm. and they look like the, the worst shittiest characters. And I'm thinking like. Does every anime, every cute anime boy that they have, like, around, is that what they age to look like? Like, what did this guy look like in his front? <laughs> like, did he Gosh. look like Claude, Claude Wallace? Yeah, they put him front and, then, and center, too, and they don't put any effort into that's... hiding the fact that these guys, they do not care about what these guys look like. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, we should just dive right into the gameplay, first first and foremost. Like, it's it's there's nothing no other game series that's kind of why i wanted to play this game is because there's no other series that has any sort of gameplay similar to this like yeah. it's really really super unique yeah like the the closest thing i can kind of put it next to is maybe like xcom it's got somewhat elements of xcom where you know you it's a kind of tactical top down grid based you know uh battle game but yeah, instead of fighting aliens, you're fighting uh, anime stormtrooper Nazis. <laughs> and but there's no grid. There's no yeah, grid. There, also, there's no grid. Your yeah, movement is actually, so much more free. Yeah, it's actually like a really nice. I I thought that it was a, one of my favorite parts was like sort of the map animation that they have, like mm. like the little sketches of like bushes and stuff will be like animated and moving around and. Like certain oh. certain things could happen, mm-hmm. like a lightning bolt will strike a tree, and then now there will just be like a little you know addition to the map, and the map is dynamic and it changes when like stuff happens in the game, like to the battlefield. Yeah, yeah, it's, so it's like an actual bird's eye view of the real battlefield, but with all these filters. Yeah, drawn over up in like that. Look like a just a straight up sketch. Yeah, like a mm-hmm. military strategy sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're moving their little pieces. Like everyone looks like a little token, and they're moving them around. And like, yeah, it's cool. Like the the also the art style of the, the game yeah, just the is art really style. unique too. Like, there's nothing else that looks like that too. Where it's like 
it's just it looks like a watercolor painting with this cool like crosshatch shading yeah. on all the characters like it, it's really it really looks cool so good i can't it i'm blown good. away by how good this game looks and, and vc1 was that way too um and mm-hmm. it holds up in its own kind of way even you know over a decade later but vc4 just the graphical fidelity is it's surprising how much they managed to increase it yeah like it's crazy how much an art style can carry a game like or at least make it stand the test of time where it's just like oh this still looks good after all this time yeah for real okay. what, yeah this game came out when again uh to- oh, 2019 2019 I think, right? that's what i was 2018 2019 i forget exactly 2018 it's fairly new tomato tomato yeah, yeah but true. valkyria chronicles one that came out in like, 2008 yeah it's it's literally over 10 years old you know the resolution's kind of bad it doesn't look very sharp but still the like the just the style of the of the graphics is is still just really unique and cool Mm -hmm. and when you're choosing uh missions it it has a a charm to it Mm -hmm. all your missions and everything are in this book that you're flipping the pages on uh it's even better in valkyria chronicles 4 because every image for the scenes and stuff looks like a little tiny little painting that they did or a brush stroke that they did yeah there's all these little details like there's all these little details like some world war ii trinket like a trench spike or something next to the book like you just got done stabbing through someone's helmet (laughs) all all the all those like quaint little things about war that you just love that. Yeah, sketching in between battles, like sketching yeah, some yeah. like those little sketches in the in the margins of the notebook and everything. It's 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 there's a lot of cool touches that I, I really appreciate. You want to know something interesting yeah. about VC4? The the composer yeah. uh, Hitoshi Sakimoto. If that doesn't ring a bell, he he did Tactics Ogre, <gasps> Vagrant Story, Final Fantasy okay. Twelve. <gasps> Muramasa the Demon Blade. Ooh. A few others. Damn. He's this guy's been around. Prolific, yeah. He did the first Valkyria Chronicles game as well. It's you, you can kinda tell jumping into this game if you've played the first Valkyria. They they reused a lot of uh, I don't think the music is one to one, but they they redid yeah. a lot of the motifs and and sound effects and stuff and it it it's got its own charm to it there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. I, I liked some of the some of the songs got pretty repetitive. Yeah, like, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of variety. Or like, there's a good, there's a decent amount of variety, I guess, between the songs, but they're used very, very often. It's yeah, kind of, uh, especially in the cutscenes. I think for mm-hmm. character moments when they they'll go back and forth and use the exact same, <laughs> like two songs. Yeah, two <laughs> songs. Like, because the the situation just keeps changing from like upbeat to like downtrodden, and they they only have the same exact musical score for for these moments yeah a little unfortunate <laughs> and i fucking hate 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 the r&d song so much i hate the r&d song <laughs> oh, so much man. <sighs> yeah it's the like sound- dissonant yeah yeah I, I think you guys hit the nail on the head about the soundtrack it, it, even though it was like a, a bunch of pretty good numbers they were just so repetitive for like and, and just reused all the time per event and like pretty solid boundaries of when those songs are going to be playing, so you'll always know when to expect them to. So mm-hmm. a little formulaic. Yeah. yeah, I I remember like really being into the uh, 
the like later in the game when they're battling more of like the elements you know this because they get trapped in winter and i was like this is cool when they're like kind of having to survive and like keep marching and stuff without winter clothes or whatever but then it kept playing the same like like violin song over and over (laughs) again and i was like okay dude how okay come on get some more tense like depressing music speaking kept taking me out speaking of recycling assets how about their uh animation software their character animation software (laughs) oh boy yeah Uh, a lot of it was pretty similar but i thought the animation was significantly smoother this time around compared to the first game which should be a given honestly very true yeah Yeah. Uh, the the uh you know, Ragdoll is always going to be funny. It's always yeah. going to just be the funniest thing of all time. Like when enemies just cl- clump, they just collapse yeah. in oh, like a, gosh. a heap. Yeah, yeah you, get, you get shot by a rifle bullet and your character hops into the air and Ragdoll's like... Like literally <laughs> yeah. like a, a limp puppet just kind of <laughs> collapsing. Yeah, it's good. I really like uh, shooting enemies like off of a building or something or off of a tower and then but and then their body goes down and then their just body like reappears back up there because it's like you killed a, a, a leader or whatever and it has to show the cp breaking you oh know? yeah so, like their body flies off the tower and then it just appears back there and like does this slow zoom to their body and it's just it's just so funny there's just some funny touches like that, that i don't think they even meant to do but it's just like yeah. the silliest stuff almost reminds me of like some like Doug Pound or Tim and Eric edit <laughs> yeah. kind of just the silliness of how just the way they look when they fly off these buildings after an T-posing explosion or snipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um but how about the uh the like the communication screens when you're like your characters are talking uh, to each other? Like the yeah. dialogue with the all you know, fully voice acted and everything, which is great too, but uh mm-hmm. Yeah, just I kind of was perturbed by how frequently they reused those animations. Like all the characters were just uh, like kind of going through the same motions. Like they might, like they probably had some animation engine with like five different gestures for like angry, or Mm -hmm. and then like five different gestures for concerned or thinking, (laughs) and then just just copy and paste every single character skeleton onto that (laughs) and then just everyone uses the same gestures whether it's you know forsetti whether it's Mm -hmm. uh you know claude vaults (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah it's it's really yeah that is really strange because everyone does that everyone does that arm the same arm yeah the arm swing in front of their face yeah and everyone does like the same thinking thing. Yeah, yeah. That's Cry- really... Even Crimeria is like bound to the same uh, emotions that mm-hmm. everyone else is, but she only does like like a couple, like sullen. Like she always does, like sullen look down. Yeah. yeah, look back up. It it extends to the models as well. It's something that has always kind of bugged me, and I'm sad to see it wasn't that. That's something they didn't decide to update with valkyria chronicles 4 is that there's only like one default male like mm. body and one default female body for every oh, class yeah. and then like that's it and then the the story characters can get their own unique stuff but then otherwise everybody has the same animations they look the same walking around on the battlefield there's not a lot of personality 
in yeah. their models. It's really cut and paste. There. They're all the same height. They're all the same width and body type. Yeah, basically. that that stuff. Like, like Nico, sixteen year old, tiny little girl, has the tiniest little head, but her body is just like normal it looks size. The, the exact wow. same as any other scout. Yeah, any other female scout. Gosh, mm-hmm. yeah, just I, I never noticed that. I never used Nico. I didn't use any child soldiers. I pretty much kept the same, mm. the same dream team the whole game. And yeah. it just didn't change. Well, I guess there was one very important addition from the very oh, yeah. original squad. <laughs> I guess there are there are a couple noteworthy mentions, including a, a yeah, lot Nico. of some of those DLC characters. Like, I, I really did like how they let you use like Alicia and Welkin from the first game if you complete their, you know private or what what is it mission. again yeah it was a side mission just an uh, extra for... story it's like yeah that the um downloadable content that i think in the game now just kind of is the 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 gaudy the the complete edition you just get all that right that was yeah. your guys' experience yeah. when you bought exactly. it exactly yep. yeah so it's just kind of the base game now wow hell yeah it's really dope yeah, yeah i i liked it was cool seeing those guys i didn't the mission was like i don't know you know it's just dlc yeah, super exactly. fan servicey like yeah, totally that would service. never happen mm-hmm. for sure but i mean it was it was welcome like it was welkin so like it was it was cool <laughs> welcome welcome glad to have well, you back kind although of. welkin they changed his voice actor so it didn't really it wasn't him it wasn't welcome yeah something seemed off so. about him i didn't real i didn't realize it was the voice actor. i think alicia is the only one who retained the, a voice actress or actor um you know she's the best one too so yeah alicia was Mm -hmm. kind of all that matters yeah she was cool Um, she had a mysterious body just randomly will heal to full health i never have a mysterious body i didn't get that's all i did not get far enough in the first game to find out what her mysterious body's mystery was do not do not go back and watch the opening cutscene. it will spoil you Really? For the for VC1? <laughs> the, the what do they call that? Like the little teaser that the game will play oh, when yeah, you yeah. first launch it? Yeah, like a Pokemon opening screen or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pokemon yeah. does definitely use them. The OP? Yeah. yeah. The OP of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might give yeah, you a little hint. Hmm. It's pretty mysterious. I better, it's I better a mystery look, behind it. I better, <laughs> I better refresh myself on that at some point. <laughs> Do an update. Yeah. Well the it's going to be hard to go back to that game because everything every everything i mean it didn't change anything really valkyria chronicles 4 didn't really change a lot of the gameplay stuff from vc1 there there are there's a few interesting things there are some really good like additions for sure but it's like the the gameplay systems and everything are like the same and it, it really like if you look at them side by side it looks basically like the exact same game yeah it, because it you know it plays the exact same but there's a lot of different there's a lot of good things they do to to spice it up and i think that's that's a good step but it still kind of feels like valkyria chronicles like 1.5 i you thought know. this game had way more depth than valkyria yeah. chronicles one, like way way it, way it, more i mean the fact that there's okay for one thing mission the mission objectives Mm-hmm. I, there was a lot more variety of like missions and stuff in this game. I think it was like one of the first chapters in the game. I think it was like three or four or something. 
when you have to sneak into that town and like find all the tanks oh yeah and then uh like find the real tanks and then like uh shoot the light tower or the tower th- the numbers or whatever yeah, the on little, the tower the little boards or whatever they like, were yeah that mission alone has like more variety than like all of the first game yeah honestly every mission i'm glad you mentioned that tank mission because uh that was like a i really was engaged at that point in the game i think and everything that Mm. was going on and like just yeah that mission really stood out because it was so stressful like i was i was just like act for the first time in the game i was actually stressed out about what was like you know what was around the corner i just couldn't send my guys like all willy-nilly into (laughs) the enemy lines and just have them run and gun as they go pretty much had to be yeah, strategic cool. about it and yeah it was cool i love yeah like when you're just a shitty scout running through the back alleys and then you come face to face with a heavy tank you shouldn't like even see those that early in the game and you're just like <laughs> yeah oh get shot the shit right then and there it's cool <clears throat> yeah yeah the first game was primarily just i don't know how many missions there were to just defeat all the enemies on the map or something but it was mostly just get to the enemy base camp and capture it Mm -hmm. so the first game was kind of like you could do every mission sort of the same and the scouts were objectively the best were king scouts were the best and alicia was a scout and with her mysterious body she was by far the best yeah i always remember that some things never change Mm. yeah some things in war never change she lost her throne in, in valkyria 4 but Really? The, to a better scout, really? Who yeah. could have taken her position? There's a couple. A I don't couple? know if I want to get into that just yet. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at least in my eyes. At least in my eyes, there are some. Yeah, there's, I know there's of definitely one. I know somebody. of one that you guys might be talking about. I can but... think of, like, four wow. right off the top of my head. Alicia, she lost a lot of her uh, her stopping power in this game. In the, in the first game, um, she had an insane ability that gave her big boost to all her stats. I remember she always had something when she touched her feet to dirt. And I don't oh, I think yeah. she, they they changed her potentials a bit in this one, you know. She's just kind of a fun DLC character with a mysterious body in in VC4. Definitely not what I would call the best. Yeah. Yeah. The I I really got to say I really love the addition of grenadiers in this game. Like oh, grenadiers yeah. are probably my favorite unit. Why I love it, them. It, it's so crazy. Yeah, grenadiers are so strong, and it blows my mind that they, of all of the classes, pretty much have the best reaction shots. They well, can like mine, yeah, they can hit things like really. Yours weren't doing it. My my reaction shots on grenadier. I have a, a note here. I, I was complaining that it seemed like the the enemy empire grenadiers had like three or four times as much you know accuracy with their interception mm. on their grenades compared to my my guys never hit oh yeah i i only really had luck with hitting tanks because they're the pathing for tanks is like just fucked up and so if you if you like enemy tanks are always like start starting and stopping and changing direction and like just moving really erratically yeah. so then you know grenadiers are like bop there goes all your AP. Now you can't move anymore. Like it, it was nice, but I could never ever hit soldiers. Mm-hmm. That's but how it was for the, me too. I uh, yeah, enemy grenadiers pissed me off because they 
like bef- like right when you start your turn there if if they're within range they're already firing a thing so like if anybody's oh, yeah. just around you and then a grenadier moved in range like you're just you're fucked and i, yeah. I didn't like that that is that one didn't feel that is definitely one major advantage that enemy grenadiers have over the player which is just yeah. the, they, they get the drop on you they literally yeah, I, uh, I kept already like if you're just gonna snipe like if you start your turn and you just want to snipe in that spot then by the time you you pull you like pull the trigger to do your attack then there's already a grenade literally flying at you that might just knock you off your feet and you would have to try to aim again and there's already a reloaded grenade socketed into (laughs) the enemy like more getting hit while aiming sucked the worst oh my gosh yeah, yeah the i remember specifically in like the last couple missions when the ground is really flat you could see like across the whole stage i remember specifically going into a sniper like i gotta kill this grenadier right when i started i was mashing the aim button like as the camera was zooming into like okay you're taking over uh mabel and then it would i was like mashing my aim button yeah by the time i even got into the aim like into the scope of my gun uh there was a grenade already smashing into my head and killing everybody around me oh my so it was gosh. like okay okay cool I, yeah. I i can't i'm not fast enough you just can't be you can't you can't win against the enemy grenadiers you can't win against <laughs> a perfect enemy <laughs> grenadiers were a great addition because it um it really just totally restructured how you have to think about all of the encounters in the game both just how you can advance your grenadiers and then the enemy because you mm-hmm. can't just run scouts through stuff anymore yeah. because of the threat of grenadiers always looming. And, you know, they don't need sight on you. They just need anyone on their team to have sight on you. Yeah. It, it's crazy. It's that cool. is true. Yeah, they, they get, like, omniscience. Just anyone can tell them where they are. And that's why their reaction shots were so good. And, like, for me, I just remember specifically one mission. I think it was, the like, the second time that you were introduced to... Um, Walt, where uh, I just set Riley up in an area and he just took a really long time like rounding the corners and Riley just got so many shots like pretty much straight into his radiator like to Mm -hmm. yeah he was already at half health and then he just got within Riley's range and just went around a corner really slow and died (laughs) (laughs) so that so that made me really have an appreciation for Grenadiers yeah, I I love them. I, I'm 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 sad that grenadiers kind of they. I wish they had existed from the start, because Valkyria Chronicles has these things called lancers, and mm. they just feel useless even more so in four than they ever did yeah. in the first game, because grenadiers just do their job for them now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Like I don't know what lancers are for in this game, really. Like, everything that you can do with a Grenadier, you can do with a Lancer. Or anything that you can do with a Lancer, you can do with a Grenadier. Yeah, that's true. I, I was definitely learning that by the end of the game and definitely trying to rely on them less. But I guess, you know, to an extent, I, I always relied on Lancers up to the very end. And that got me mm. into a lot of trouble. I, I just thought that Lancers being, like, so tanky, I, I was trying to to use them to, like, take a lot of the fire from... Mm from missions too by putting them as like the like primary target of people's attacks hopefully that was my thought at least but and and then have them also be my demolitions crew and i was even specking into like the anti-personnel 
uh, you know, lancer that ma- the basically mortars. turns them into a mortar. Yeah, like a portable mo- mortar, and then you can just like go and clear out a whole camp like it's nothing yeah, with one insane. of those guys. So the, I cool. was I was having some some luck with the lancers, and they were what helped me destroy you know even the final boss. But they also mm. got me into trouble on that mission as well because <laughs> yep. definitely not as efficient as a grenadier for that fight. That's all I th- I think I used a lancer a handful of times and I think it was to just stand on my like home base so it couldn't get captured. <laughs> like that's that was what they did. They there. <laughs> I think my upgrade tree I think I upgraded to the point where it like starts to branch for their weapons and i oh didn't my buy God. any more upgrades i just stopped <laughs> i was so like early. no point no, no point no laurent for you no laurent i action. tried to deploy one of every unit type permission because you wouldn't know what to expect yeah you know too yep. much going in so i'd always have a lancer and i try to use them um yeah but you yeah, have to they, try to use them. yeah you have to That's try to problem. use them they're so slow they have the least amount of movement in the game all they have is that they're tanky and you know if you stack lancers and you could do those, you know, having units next to each other, they can shoot together. But mm-hmm. they're so fucking inaccurate too. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand why uh, anti-tank grenades are super accurate, but then anti-personnel are inaccurate when it should. I feel like it should be the other way around. Yep. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, it is I use it is. the the middle the middle category, just the, you know. Ab- the, I can't remember what the middle tree was called. Just the, but the, the balanced one. The balanced shot Standard. for that, yeah. But what I would do with my Lancers is I would just run them. I remember specifically it was one mission. They had like three tanks in a row. And I just ran like – and it was right next to Laurent. And he only spawns with three shots. He just ran straight through all of them, tanking the shots from these tanks as he just ran through them one by one. Tank. And just at the end of each turn, would just turn and shoot and destroy a tank, a whole tank. Hell yeah! And yeah, then he, they yeah. had a lot of defense. You could totally just walk through some machine gun fire, lots of parts of the game, and they just could shrug it off. Yeah, but, yeah and their resistance know. to explosives is pretty good too. But yeah, but that's but just shoot a grenade a, from a mile away. Just shoot a fucking grenade. You don't even need to resist explosives because the person lobbing explosives will be dead. If you're grenadiers, so true. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, I fucked. I love grenadiers, but yeah, they really make the lancers obsolete. There's no reason to really use them. Yeah, and this... it was like so funny because the game later in the game would like they would be setting up strategies for you to use. Like it makes it way more complicated to use a lancer to destroy some. Yeah, of the, like, I had that experience bosses. using lancers, trying to use lancers, and then obviously in retrospect grenadiers would have been way cleaner way safer yep. way more efficient yeah it was, it was just it's just funny the game is like you guys we have to get up to the second floor of this uh burned out building to shoot down into this guy's radiator and then it's like oh but grenadiers can just launch oh my fucking y- y- god you know yeah. like what <sighs> or you know the last guy when it was like oh you have to set up the the ladders to get up on top of him and then shoot into like nope just grenade just grenade him from mm-hmm. just mortar i actually did that i actually, I actually did that. the ladders you guys are insane the game you, you crazy. know you do it's I, as intended you know why would they set all this shit up for you to go do it and it's like why not and it's that rain. that mission took me up <laughs> to my like 19th turn 
<laughs> oh my god dude yeah, if you would have failed like after 20 turns oh that would have been god. so I, I was that's... so stressed i was so close because i knew i had like one turn to take out oh, without spoiling too much I, there was like that yeah, frontal no whole mission yeah that there's no better example of why lancers are fucked than that yeah that was yeah. the worst the worst experience and then another bad example I was successful using lancers on the submarine uh, against yeah, those yeah. harpoon guns, mm, but right, yeah. that yeah, in retrospect, that really sucked. I would have to have like Minerva grab like two lancers, bring them on board after it submerged, and then like chauffeur at least one of them to like a destination so that they could actually shoot those uh, harpoon guns. And then the other one would have to take just so many turns of yeah. exhaustion to just get to the other ones. But I, I like kind of cheesed that mission with Lancers, I guess. <sighs> yeah, that one. It did, that yeah, a, that's, that submarine only made it to the second point for me. It just didn't go any further than that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I, I wish I would have just grenaded them, though. The amount of... Oh my god! Stuff yeah. I if had I... to to redo because my lancers sucked. Yeah, with Minerva, I could have just you know dropped two gren- grenadiers right into the middle of it, and they could have just taken out. Everything. And they wouldn't even have to run up on yeah, yeah no, onto no. it. <laughs> and and yeah, then or you just get down onto the deck and like just fire from like that spot that you spawn in, and then the just deck, get off. Then, yep, that's what I wow. that's what I did. Amazing. Yep. Poor Lancers, if they never would have put them in the first game, they probably could just get rid of them. But now they're part of like an established kind of lore in this whole series. You know, they've they're always been around. around. Yeah, they're, they make are, yeah, really they're cool. good enemies. Conceptually. They make the really good enemies. Yeah. Because any Lancer, yeah. it's like you're not as worried as about like running past them or whatever because they don't have any like auto-targeting attacks at no you. No interception fire. No yeah. interception mm-hmm. fire, yeah. So... So you feel like kind of safe, safer around them, but then they'll just turn around and shoot their anti-tank missile right at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the later likes... ones that get the mortars are actually scary. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, Lancer, that's a cool, that's a cool thing to play around with because yeah, it's like in your mind you know you can run by them or like line up a shot or do whatever, but you know if you leave any of them alive, that's when it gets it's a little pretty risky. much guaranteed death. Yeah, they're high priority targets for sure, which is cool. But and they're bullet sponges as well. Oh so. my yeah, gosh! It's, maybe it's fun. a little, it's a little more. Uh, maybe they're balanced just to be an enemy. Yeah, should, like, yeah not a... <laughs> that's a good point. I I can yeah. appreciate them as empire enemies, but they're just totally defunct for for the Federation for Galia. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're yeah they they serve no purpose anymore in the in the age of in the age of crazy uh ice ships crazy land <laughs> yeah. and ice ships cruisers uh, cruisers sea cruisers yep you also have your your tank your tank in in this game only takes one command point to move instead of two like in the first yeah, game wow. so you can that's like a just a an ultimate lancer that you can just drive around <laughs> and yeah once With again, better range than a Lancer, too. A better range, way better tankier. Range Literally a yeah. tank. More options, because you have you always you always have a mortar, and you always have an anti-tank, and you also always have something to do interception fire oh instead gosh. of a, 
uh what do you call it jade hmm? a meat grinder yeah i call it a meat grinder yeah set up a meat grinder yeah oh yes the meat grinder tactic is and you the just best. you just know that your guys are going to be running like the enemies are just going to be running like through your tank so you just set it up in a way that just you know you they'll, it'll mow them down yeah, you yeah. want to like leave a little bit of bait, like a weak little uh, engineer or something out there yeah. that enemies will try to run up and get. Tank sitting around the corner guns them down <laughs> as they run to her every time. Yeah. Every yeah, time loved, trying to run it. to get to Rita. They go, you know, they use all their CP to, to like run their guys in to die and oftentimes use multiple points of their cp because they instantly stop their turn once they start taking fire but yeah. then the computer is like no i have to do this and they command the same guy who just <laughs> ended his turn and then he runs in to die it's like uh, <laughs> the funniest that's thing the, the true uh, imperial force Hon- honestly yeah. some enemies i could not kill at all i i just could not harm certain enemies um yeah without the, you, tank. You... without the tank without the tank elaborate like what like uh nicola and uh chocola oh because they keep talking your shit or what yeah chocola and vanilla (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah they exactly they would just dodge my stuff every time and then enemies always had it, it was that mission where those bombs were dropping in on your on your ship when it was yeah. in that little crack <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh thinking about that as funny yeah <laughs> yeah what a cool strategy that that captain really is something man. he's <laughs> his quick thinking has kept his men alive through many battles yeah um i liked that mission i liked yeah, it was a shooting, good mission I shooting I... the bombs out of the air and like the different like that was cool was i was cool. i was i liked the mission but i was getting like wiped i had to probably save scum that level more than any other level because <laughs> yeah those those twins those little girls would just run up on me <laughs> yeah. and they would wreak havoc they would do horrible things to my whole base they would just destroy everyone in my whole base and there was like nothing i could do about it people were like bunched together in cover like all of my machine gunners raz and like two other of my finest shock troopers sitting behind like sandbags looking at these guys coming from across the field and there's nothing we can do about it they open up fire they run (laughs) through the bullets immune to all damage yeah they don't take shit for damage from uh, deception Nope. Yeah. They sorry, hold on, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> sorry my cat uh... Meow 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 it's... <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. My cat feeder that. went off. My automated voice. In. Yeah, keep that in. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> oh god. Meow meow meow. <laughs> It'll that'll be the debut. In fact it's programmed to go off every time, you know? That we would probably be Every recording this oh, yeah. podcast, so that's right. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, just those girls were just so so indestructible. I would have to use my tank's interception fire to do anything to them, and they would just like kind of run around in areas. Like I would just have all of my guys over, like clustered behind sandbags, hiding. This is this is war tactics. I mean, anyone who's <laughs> been through a war, you can probably you know empathize with with my digital soldiers here 
they're all <laughs> digital just, soldiers your anime soldiers yeah they're, <laughs> they're all just uh, just like just like when i was serving in the in, in world war ii myself yeah like don't you just mm, yeah, hate it that. when don't you just hate it when you and your squad mates are just clustered like 12 of you behind a single sandbag or no not 12 i guess only 10 of you because that's the deployment limit uh 10 of you are clustered behind a single sandbag and watching as as two demonic girls run from across the map your sniper bullets just don't you they're just bouncing off of these little tiny girls these lollies come running across, laughing, laughing, maniacally. completely maniac, yeah, maniacally laughing and giggling, as they are wielding crossbows too, not it, even it, standard it, issue rifles. It, it looks more like a trench spike launcher. Almost, <laughs> yeah, that right? thing looks gnarly. Like whatever Dunkles. the heck, Dunkel? Is that yeah. real? Is yeah, that's, that's what, what it's call called. It? Wow. I don't know if it's real, but you know, yeah. in the game, it's a dunk. I can't imagine that shit. And they love to headshot you a crit. Those girls can give orders to themselves, yeah. which isn't, you don't always see that. And they love to use the one where they can always get a headshot as long as they hit you. And that, yeah, they they massacre. They kill. Yeah, Big time. and they'll, they'll just run into my base, behind my base, and just flank me at my sandbags. And nothing, there's nothing I can do about it. And they can just bully me from from my own base yeah. only only my finest tank operators are able to even persuade them to leave the area to only possibly miles. to fall back just Silver a little tongued bit miles can defeat them yeah Silver tongued miles can talk them out of it they go hey leave us alone please <laughs> yeah those I mean, those girls uh oh boy you know uh the bosses in the game, I gotta wonder sometimes how they're balanced. I sometimes hate they're pretty what? I hate bosses in these games. Yeah, I'm not not a yeah, fan. Yeah, just fan. very confusing sometimes. Like, I like, like I like those two. I'll say right now, I like those two. I don't really consider oh. them bosses, but everyone else. Yeah, they're. they're... I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because you never really directly fight the two girls, like, a mission to kill them. Like, you never have a mission. They they are literally just, like, there to piss you off and be a thorn in your side in, like, pretty much every single mission. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, like, they're almost kind of, like, not bosses. They're just annoyances. Like, that's what they're made for is to just piss you off. Mm -hmm. But the other ones are bosses, and they are also made to piss you off. Yeah, they're off yep. every time. They're like um, they're like Manchurian candidates too. What that means? They're just like they're they're mind slaves. They've been they're, oh, they've been like yeah, programmed. Yeah. The girls, yeah. yeah. The Waltz Klaus Klaus Waltz came in with his tank, and he decided to install like a Gatling gun on the top of his tank. Oh my god, dude. I fucking I hate the Vulcans so much. What? That just doesn't f feel like balanced or fair. It seems like it kind of breaks the rules that they set up. Yeah, Because it's I not agree. interception fire. It's, it, it, it's yeah, he can do it when he's, he's driving around, so as long as that he just is... sit, if he wanted to, he could just drive it around and kill your whole team in one yeah. turn if he wanted. He just doesn't. And he, doesn't he doesn't know. He doesn't know his own power. <laughs> oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> We're lucky he's such a fucking smooth-brained womanizer. Yeah. He's not a great tactician like Cloud Walls. To, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, when I first met when I first met uh, Claus, I thought he was gay. I definitely <laughs> thought he was gay. Well, I mean, he, he calls you he calls you his soulmate instantly. He, he immediately. I thought he was going after Claude 
Like I thought oh, he yeah. truly loved Claude. That would be cool, actually, if he did. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Like, Like, that would be a much more interesting dynamic. Right? Like, other than just, like, a stupid soulmate in battle. 100% agree. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean it like that, bro. Come on. (laughs) Like, Claude finally comes around, and he's like, all right, let's let's date. I meant, like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just meant, like, soulmates soulmates on the battlefield. Yeah. Um, But the tank pathing I mentioned, like, is so fucked up. And sometimes the Vulcan will get, like, locked. Like, it'll just be, like, turning really slowly or something and just killing. Dude, I remember, holy, that thing is insane. That machine gun is so powerful. Dan. fucked up. What happened to your Dan? Dan Yeah, Dan. He's literally Dan, full health Dan. Took, like, less than a second of fire to be killed by that gatling gun it was like it was a split it was like a snap and he was dead from full health from Uh, that thing replaying the footage i think it was the very first bullet that destroyed his his tank (laughs) thousands of damage from one bullet dan is like dan is just my martyr he's always dying for a good cause in my in my games that's what he was designed to be yeah i like dan but his his car was never tanky enough Dan's yeah, van not, was just not, not supposed tanky to be tanky. enough, and it, it just would defeat the purpose of kind of like an armed transport vehicle when you oh, know everything, oh. everyone inside is gonna die. When <laughs> you just that gotta thing unload them for, before they die, yeah. yeah. But but when you get when you go around the corner and you die to a millisecond of interception fire. <laughs> It's yeah, not, that it's... that would only ever happen against the Vulcan for me. I guess I thought yeah, Dan was yeah. just busted. He was too yeah, good. Dan was very strong, and I love that he gets that uh, that bonus where he's like, "Hey, I got more AP to bring my boys even farther." I love <laughs> yeah. when he did that, that. Is really good. But yeah, for combat, he would literally just I'd just be like, "All right, Dan, here's you're gonna go die again. Just bring everyone over here, and <laughs> yeah. I'll leave you to just your own devices." And he didn't have permadeath, <laughs> you know. He could just get killed, yeah. and you'd be like, "Okay, see you later." That's yep. his version. Don't have to of... spend a CP to get him back. He's just wow. on, and he comes back. I didn't Only know Dan was missions. immortal like that. I guess being a tank operator. He's a main. He's kind of a. He's not really a main character, but he he also kind of is. He's, he <laughs> yeah. exists in this weird limbo. Yeah. They keep yeah, throwing him in. He'll he'll be one of the first people you'll see in a cutscene if it's got the rest of the soldiers in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's also not like an. He's not uh, mid twenties, uh, late teens, so he doesn't really count as a main. Yeah. Character. He's like a he's, he's like a C lister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere around there. Well, the, that was... the 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 creators of Valkyria did him up like a C-lister, even though he's yeah. a gold star character. Yeah, five star. He, he facilitated Lancers the best for me, um, oh. just trying to drive them behind tanks, and then they'd get out, blast the tank, and then just get right back in the APC and carry on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Same with me for Grenadiers. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so if I could just be a little farther away. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was good. I usually just had my scouts be that, be the chauffeur. They'd kill the tanks. What? Oh, oh no, oh, my they scouts show, would just chauffeur. carry the lancers with them. Yeah, yeah. Command, Command them, them to ran, to run with them. The that was you know grenadiers, great addition. APCs, great addition. That APC was another thing that that really added to the variety of ways to like complete mm-hmm. a mission. It was really and cool. You had a specific vehicle slot 
you know, so they kind of dictated what missions you could bring Dan or, you know, another tank on, which is a little unfortunate, but it was cool because you could really take advantage of him when he was allowed most of the time. Yeah, for sure. A lot of the time, I honestly preferred to just have a, a second tank just for, you know, extra firepower and getting, you know, difficult tanks and difficult enemies in general and just the fact that tanks are overpowered in this game in general mm. you know mm-hmm. like especially when you unlock uh glory glory yeah. the tank. i never i never used the glory was that was it good ah oh, it was really fast it could go I really it far it was fast and uh it wasn't very tanky but it could deal a lot of damage just as much as the hafen pretty i'm pretty sure so that's cool yeah if you very good. you know yeah uh, me, I, I don't like to spend, you know, more than one point per enemy kill. You know, like who shoots mm-hmm. who shoots the front of a tank? You know, yep, I'd, I'd rather right. spend two or three points to get behind it and shoot one bullet and blow it up instantly than shoot it from the front. Right. Ever. Yeah. So it's like the glory. Waste ammo or it's waste just kind movement. of a yeah. And, and oh, was that glory, what the glory was kind of? That was how it was made. It was designed. It was. It, it could move, you know, a little faster, I think, than the Hoffen could, and it was smaller. Mm-hmm. So there were some times where you could squeeze it, you know, past some stuff that the oh, Hoffen couldn't fit. Through. I made it. How's that? A how's that AP? Does it have a good move pool? I thought it was pretty. It was pretty all right. You know, yeah, you, you'd have to s- stick with. I think you don't have uh, armor piercing shells but you could switch it for you know a flamethrower or a, just a better machine gun but i don't know i, I never hmm. did that you know it was just kind of a tank assassin for me most of the time that's cool thank god for the you know once again it only costs one point to move a tank now otherwise i would probably never ever use it yeah yeah i would maybe use it once per turn if i really needed a tank for something but then if you're not getting like a full track of movement speed, because a lot of the time the best use of the tank is just like a, is just to be a tank, just to be a big wall. A wall, much, yeah. yeah. Your people. Your brothers in arms. press the advance a lot and then, you know, turned it into a wall. It was great at uh, getting guys that were in cover because, you know, usually if a guy's in cover, it's going to take more than one turn to kill them. So, I, you know, mm. it's so funny to... Especially earlier in the game, when uh, the maps are a little smaller, you could just drive the tank up, smack a sandbag out from under a guy so he has to stand up, and then just drive back behind him and surprise <laughs> oh. attack him like he doesn't know the tank's coming. Yeah. That shit was even, hilarious. Thank God I didn't get mowed down by that tank. Even though it... <laughs> I've Yeah, just driving straight over the sandbag and then over that person, they take no damage from being driven over by the tank. Yep. Uh, which is always kind of weird. I thought that they should at least take damage maybe per one collision per turn or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But like... But yeah, uh, just like driving straight over someone and the sandbag that they were taking cover under, and then they get up, and then you can shoot them from behind and surprise them. Like they didn't see the tank coming, and they it's don't know what's funny. shooting them. It's very funny. But the beauty yeah. of the turn-based tactics in this game, you know? You could do some wacky shit. Yep, and just the... I wonder how time, I wonder how time rolls forward for the people in the battle. Like, I wonder if everything is happening simultaneously... Like, you know what I mean? Like in D&D, each turn Whoa. takes six seconds, but it's implied to, like, everything is happening all at once. Like, Simultaneous. in that yeah. six seconds, yeah. So I wonder if, like, a turn, 
in Valkyria Car like what I wonder I just wonder what it's well, like. Everyone just has well, to stand there and let you do all your moves yeah, first. Yeah, it imagine, is it's one to one. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that. Like if it's all if it's all happening for everyone all at the same time, then Alicia, who just like runs out of first turn and then gets AP up right after expending her full movement speed and runs a whole nother set of movement speed. She's basically like the flash. Like she's just like yeah. so fast darting in yeah, between she's opponents like the and running at hyper speeds through the enemies, taking all of my actions and just shooting so many people, just being a one man yeah. army. Yeah, channel channel all of your commanding energy into one single vessel for you to command. The ultimate soldier. Alicia. <laughs> Mysterious Alicia. Um, but yeah, like Crimea. Speaking of bosses, I want to go back because we never talked about Crimea. <laughs> oh yeah. Fucking, uh, uh, I don't want to talk about Crimea. That's the problem. She fucking sucks. Yeah, the Valkyria, was it that bad in the first game? I never felt like, were bosses this annoying in the first game? There was only a couple of them in the first game. I, I feel like the first game had about the same amount of missions, but it just felt shorter. And yeah. mm-hmm. there didn't feel... I know for sure there's a, a big sort of tank boss in that game yeah, that is a big... That that's a wall. People hate that one. So it's almost no surprise that we, I don't think any of us liked those in this game, but mm. yep. you only run into Salvaria, the Valkyria, a couple times, I think, and she she just kind of did a machine gun fire at you as her. Yeah, uh, like her thing her was pretty similar to that Crimea thing where it was like, oh, you just have to get out of this field, right? I think like, so. It was pretty, it's been, pretty it's basic. Been a while. Oh. Yeah, the uh, there's some interesting, like weird balancing things. That I think they gotta, they might have to work on for for boss fights in this game, like like the turret gun. Yep, that's and... the biggest the biggest instance for me is is that. Yeah, alone. I think yeah. that's I think the most that's egregious the most thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, that's really. It, not... It's like yeah, like if driving, if you could just drive over someone and just crush them to death and, and kill over and, like, and over and over and kill them. Yep. Yeah, but you could do that from a distance with his gun. And yeah. you would still have to expend resources to do that, so it would almost like you have to expend your AP. So it would almost be fair, but for him, it's like free. He could probably mm-hmm. just sit there and not do anything and kill you. Yeah, I'm really pretty sure he to. doesn't have to move. He he could just idle in a spot for a little bit longer, it, like it a couple breaks seconds. The extra rules of engagement. <laughs> yeah, there's that's the thing is everyone is standing still. You know, everyone is waiting for Cla- for Waltz to use his turn, but he is taking as much time as he wants, and he's shooting everybody. And everyone's like, "Dude, this isn't fair. This isn't against. That's, this is against the rules." That's the thing about a soldier like Klaus. He doesn't follow the conventional rules of battle. <laughs> that's yeah. what that's what's put him so high up in the in the enemy ranks. Yeah, it's unconventional it's strategies. And uh, Crimea, she's like a grenadier type boss where she can just like just snipe you from a million miles away like a hundred times like she fires like eight <laughs> shots or something like that yeah like, she it's... shoots so much the aoe feels way bigger it fucking yeah. just shreds she can, anybody she can snipe you from a different chapter yes. <laughs> yeah it feels like it it really does yeah and uh and you know the final boss what a funny and the final boss. Oh my gosh. You didn't you what didn't have nearly boss. as much trouble as I think me and Kaiwa did. Yeah. That shit was infuriating. 
Yeah, I, everyone, you know, I downloaded him. I had him downloaded and ready <laughs> to go. You played Grenadier. You played right. I had my Grenadier build. I had Aoife. That's all I need. Yeah, that final I, boss. I didn't know if we should talk about it or wait for for getting into the plot or something. But yeah, we might as well talk about the final boss. Yeah, we, right? can, we can talk about the final boss if yeah. we're, we're talking about all the bosses and like weird shit, yeah. right? This is all this is all kind of gameplay stuff. But we yeah. can get into like I the still story want to talk implications. about Chromaria too. And just yeah, so there's a lot of gameplay implications. But Kaiwa, yeah, like, I concede to you. Yeah. yeah, that that tank that tank fight was awful for me i was lancers i was like full lancers at that point uh that tank was filled with like how many guns like like there's like four guns on each side yeah like like four guns per side and then two on the front two on the back there's guns up on the second level that will shoot you when you're up there Mm -hmm. uh, trying to shoot those uh those vents that open up and only one vent opens per turn Oh, and something else that uh, kind of breaks the conventions of the game is that uh, they'll instantly he'll instantly deploy reinforcements around him, like yeah. in the middle of the yeah, town. yeah, yeah. They'll and they'll be down like there there will be mortarmen too. Like he'll one of those mm-hmm. funny funnily enough a grenadier, <laughs> and they'll be set up already and ready <laughs> who to has, intercept who has you, like perfect in vision. your turn. Oh, and yeah. each of his sixteen guns can fire while he moves too, except his movement <laughs> pattern is static. So. Yeah, that's it's slightly more balanced in that way. Yeah, it, that it's... one was very strange. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> that tank. Just... I mean, the tank was very formidable, very crazy. Uh, my Klaus, or uh, sorry, no, um, Claude just literally was demolished immediately by that. You know, somehow was aquatic tank. This aquatic ice. A, it's literally yeah, an ATV. Think about the, it too much. The only the only place <laughs> it cannot sense. go is the sky. Yet, <laughs> yet, yet, yet. But I'm sure Belgar. I'm sure Belgar was working tech. on something. This is kind of like you know, if the 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 Nazis had somehow you know developed this tank technology that they needed to turn the tide of battle. They needed a sort of like an underwater ice shredding sort of panzer that could totally demolish the allied forces with yeah. like 80 guns all on one just one <laughs> armor constantly vehicle. fire yeah oh it, it was, the, it's it's like the with the vulcan but on steroids because yeah. that tank is so slow it'll just slowly drive across like the map into the nearest puddle and just <laughs> jump jump beneath the ice and go just pop up in another random location wherever it deems the best strategic location to pop up (laughs) like right behind uh right behind uh the hafen so it gets a perfect shot at that radiator hell yeah yeah so then i I couldn't issue orders for the rest of the game that sounds like a restart to me yeah it it would have been i would have fucking conceded at that point it would have been essential it would have been, but I would remember, you know, how you already got Riley across. I did not save scum. I didn't think to save scum it. I don't know that why. Was I, it like was the, the final. It was literally the final. Scum. It was the final boss, but I did not think to save scum it with Riley running across. I thought they were going to throw like a boss at me in the next mission or something, but yeah, I don't know. 
It was uh, not my sure not my best judgment, and I I picked the worst units to do it. It took me nineteen full turns, and at that twentieth turn, I would have lost. And for for just the the fact that it took too long, mm. and and yeah, that was just so crazy. Such a such a such a way to close the game out for me. Just this Doing mega that mission as struggle. intended is yeah. is just. I, I don't. Putting they wanted to be so ladders. elaborate with it. Yeah, you got to put up ladders with engineers. You have to bring your engineers around to the to the ice like holes that he dives in. And if you blow them both up, then he just keeps driving into the same uh, puddle and then emerging from the exact same spot. It makes no sense. It's so dumb. I fucking yeah. hate that mission so much. <sighs> do not yeah. do it as you're supposed to do it. It's suffering. Yeah. Just get Efa. Bring Efa. Just You're bring the uh, Elias, the Elias mortars, and just leave it to her. That's all. Yeah, it's. I can't believe it. Wow. Yep i I definitely missed an opportunity there. And my the only grenadier that I used the entire game was in the in the Cavalier at that point. In the, Wait, in the Centurion. Centurion, sorry, you just I not, just I, not deployed. It... Oh yeah, okay. No, uh, the uh, the only grenadier that I used the whole game was Riley. Mm. Right, and this you is made a, a, well, a this is blunder. You should have been used spamming grenadiers. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally should have. I was totally sleeping on them. And I guess here's the <laughs> thing that I fell into, and I don't know if you guys were able to have a different experience in this. So, like, your leaders, if you bring a leader with you, you just get extra command points per round, right? So you're just obligated to bring every single leader, right? Yeah, that's a huge problem, I think. Yeah, so then now my roster, you know, when you only get 10 total troops, Mm -hmm. is, like, six of those or seven of those people are, like, leaders, (laughs) So then yeah, your, most of your roster is already filled. It's already going to be the same crew every single time. And then the only extra people I brought were like Aladdin, you know, uh, maybe Vancey, and then a single, like, engineer to restock everyone. And then I've just mm-hmm. got no room for those, uh, those mortars on my squad. So I basically was going most missions without them unless I would like spawn them in after, you know, other characters would go. But my only like main deployed uh, character, I guess at the end was Riley. I think I got rid of everyone else because I just stopped using Grenadiers in general and I didn't want them taking up spaces on my roster. (laughs) Yeah. I, I wasn't yeah, I didn't I didn't like that either and especially with some of the things they do later in the game. Like it's 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 strange. It's good that that's all split up like class-wise. Uh so you're I guess, you know, you have a variety, but most of the time I would like to I wanted to branch out and and use different units, not just like the yeah. same like Minerva yeah. all the time. I mean, I love Minerva. Okay. And it's but, yeah. it's something that it, even if they couldn't do it for the story, I think once you beat the game and start getting into post game, um, there, there's a lot of really cool stuff in the post game, and I'm surprised that they don't let you start taking the main characters out and assigning your own leaders into those top slots. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of 
it's a missed opportunity, I think, not to let you explore more combat options because you're just gimping yourself by not sending all those guys out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I also feel like with leaders, like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot if you don't make your leader a scout. Yeah. Mm, well, disagree. Really? Because no, I used Grenadier. I used Ethan as your leader. leader. She got infinite turns and was able to just command herself and run away. It was it was really really yeah. handy. You, you wait, can, what? You, you can command the yourself. Command. Yeah, yeah. That's how you do the follow thing. You use the command and then oh, it, re- yeah, yeah. it refills your AP. So I would just spam like three oh. grenades from Eva, oh. and her AP would be like essentially gone. And then I would just oh. command her. She's got full AP to retreat. And, uh, you know, I did not know that command would refill your AP. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, there, there's some strategies. I, I know where you're coming from by using scouts to yeah. chauffeur your guys around the, the map. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you already have Minerva. You know? True. Got Minerva. I, I just felt like I needed another person like Alicia. That's what Dan's to, for, baby. That, I guess yeah, that could Dan be what Dan. Dan's for. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But then... Uh, Dan the man. Yeah, that's but the, true. Uh, but I, but I Dan get the it. Man in his, Dan the man in his big metal van. Yeah, I guess I just... <laughs> I, was ha- <laughs> I was having big mobility issues that game. I and mean, I was relying really heavily on the scouts. But Dan would have been a hugely valuable addition to my team. Yeah, Do you me. just kind of have to let... Like, you know, leave him be and just let him die. I, I feel like yeah. you just have to resign <laughs> Once he becomes that. the lost cause, yeah. But. yeah. And I never yeah. like to let any of my characters die. I would always be so freaked out about it. I think when I was playing the first one, I thought that if, like, a tank dies, then you just don't get it back. Like, it's just gone. So I was, like, so concerned that if the Edelweiss ever got blown up, that it would just truly be gone for good. Yeah. I don't know why. I, it was just a different time. I, I was letting my guys go down constantly in this oh, game yeah. like every mission i would have people go down because i you know it was no big deal to just have an engineer pick them back up or just ignore them and press on because they're not they're not dead dead unless you know an enemy troop like goes way the fuck out of his way to to stand over their body and kill them which yeah. just never happens especially in later missions it's kind of like you just need to People are just gonna die, and it's just like, okay, just fuck, just die, just die. Yeah, I'd bring yeah, just guys get out in of here. to just die. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was bad. It got harder, but yep, it just you had know, to be done. I in that last boss, the I think the only reason I didn't bother with my grenadiers is because of the hilarious R and D thing where once you build a weapon, it just auto equips your entire <laughs> roster of that type with that weapon unless they had yeah. a unique one. So I didn't yeah. have any anti-tank grenadiers. I had accidentally built like a, a stronger anti-personnel, so I couldn't do any damage to tanks that oh. mission with them. I, I vividly recall having my Aoife out there and oh. saying, no, sorry, girly, but you're useless right now. That's awful. Fuck. And then they have the hard mode of that mission. And yeah. it's the same thing, but with one useless extra mechanic that you can also ignore. Yeah, that, <laughs> cool was, boss that was funny. I was like, did I miss that my first time? The little vent thing that you can shoot? No. Nope. Yeah. It just felt so insignificant. Yeah, I I totally... Uh, are, are you talking about the... Wait, which mission were you talking about again? The last mission. Then there's, the hard, like a hard there's a hard mode. mode version of it that you can yeah. unlock. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that a little later, I'm sure. And yeah, it's dumb. Okay. 
and it's it, dumb. Yeah. We'll talk about it later, but it's dumb. I remember saying uh, at that point I had learned that there's an easier strategy to do with grenadiers, but I felt like doing the mission again just normally because I thought maybe they would add more mechanics. Otherwise, why was it? Why was it another mission? And then, nope, it was the same. It was a waste of time. <laughs> Oops. I wonder why they do stuff like that. I don't why know. do they not Their change? Boss design is just strange. There's yeah. Did bots make this game? <laughs> they might have. Uh, it feels that, like sometimes that can be a focus of our analysis. It, they whenever they have boss encounters, they just try to make them so elaborate and stuff is so like it, it, not communicated well. Like you know, it took me so long to understand what. What do you do against Cremaria when you can't you can't kill her? You know yeah. you can't stop her. And <laughs> do they do they say, hey, on the map these dotted areas are covered and you're invincible? Like, did they ever explicitly say that? Because I didn't know that even after so. the first Cremaria oh, mission. Only the um, shelters, like the actual shelters, like those. I think they said like you can hide under here from uh, mortars. But in that map where it's like the, I remember asking you guys like, is that yellow part like? Can I go under there? Is that mean I'm safe? Yeah, that that mission has like reverse cover yeah. where it's it's telling yeah. you it's dangerous. But then they highlight that area, so you're just drawn to it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. in the first mission with Cremaria, where she's introduced and you have to hide from her, and you have to hide mostly under big ice pillars, but like you can't see them when you're in third person, or at yeah, least I struggled even... to see what was actual cover because it's like. It's a it's a binary thing in the game. If you're either undercover or you're not, and even if you get directly hit by a grenade or a cremaria undercover, you're invincible to it. Yeah, it's really some, fucked. It's there's so some funny really that... fucked up like big problems with perspective and like being look being able to know what's around you in that yeah. game. Yeah. Like oh for one gosh. thing, I fucking hate that you can't go into like the actual map on your turn. After you've oh. like commanded someone, you just have yeah. the tiny little mini map to look at for reference, and that could be be a potential waste of an entire turn. And I also hate that you can't go down into and the look field in view the third and third person around. when you're in the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With without like using your turn and getting shot at from like snipers across the map. Yeah, you know, interception fire. Like there, you, sometimes you just have to run away and not have any breadth of knowledge of the surroundings or anything because there's just no way to like look for reference at all. Yeah, you can look at the little strings that show you where maybe there might be another character, the general yeah, the sight lines yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, but, sometimes you look at the map and you see a guy and you're like, oh, I have a sight line on him. I definitely know where they are. And then you go into third person and you're like, okay, where the where are they now? yeah like, like that mission so with the with that mission with the bombs like yeah the mission with the bombs. oh my gosh that was truly the biggest issue because you had to like triangulate the positions of those bombs they're and, way, and just way, looking way at the mini the map like you would look at the map and you would look and then you would go into your character and you'd realize that you didn't even have a clear shot of that thing because it was covered up by some stalactite yeah, yeah, or else you could target it, but your shot would be it'd be, it'd be out of range yep, still. Yeah, because you can't like, you can't see like the range arrow. There's an arrow that shows over enemies that would change to red if you were in range, but oh, they're right. so far up at the top of the screen, like mm-hmm. you can't see it clearly a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or at all in that mission. Right. Yeah. What a yeah, that was just a nightmare. There's I, some I didn't perspective like that problems with that yeah. stuff that I'm just not. 
That seems like an easy fix in the future, but I I agree that it was an annoyance. It yeah. Was, it was easy enough when I had as good of snipers as like Aladdin and Kai on my team. I actually mm-hmm. did. You guys end up using a lot of snipers or just Kai? Kai usually I, always. I ended up using everybody. Oh, you just in general like yeah. sniper squad. Like on your squad. standard team. Yeah. Um, sniper. I didn't particularly lean into snipers, I guess, but I, you know. Once again, I just went variety. It really depended on the mission, deploying a yeah. lot of people. I'd almost yeah, always, always yeah, I'd almost always <laughs> put two snipers, Aladdin and Kai. Like Aladdin, I'm pretty sure I brought on every mission, and I'm pretty sure I brought Kai on every mission as well. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I was pretty heavily reliant on snipers, and those guys just got to be so good by the end of the game. They, mm-hmm. they, when they become elites, they get uh, reaction fire. So yes, then, dude, that was a great. Oh addition my gosh! As well. Now mm-hmm. my main goal for them was to just put them in like a, a super tall area or like a super, you know, high visibility zone and just let them be the mega guard for that area. And I would give them the triple shot sniper rifle. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Cool. And they get three shots at those people, and sometimes they would hit headshots on interception fire. And just, like, drop enemies. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's cool. That's another thing that I think they did a pretty good job. Like, the the variety of, like, Mm -hmm. weapons. There was, like, a cool... I never used it, but there was a cool, like, sniper rifle that was, like, anti-armor sniper rifle. Like, made specifically for... Like, that's cool. And I'm sure there's other weapons I could never find the time to really use it. But, yeah, yeah. I, like... I want more, even more variety. But maybe, like, a better way to... It's kind of confusing looking through the weapon list i think or i you know i have trouble deciphering exactly what i want to use but yeah yeah. like that one sniper that uh that the brondel yeah uh that one even has like it applies status effects i wish there was kind of more like cool status effect guns and stuff like that that yeah there was a scout Mm. there was a scout rifle that would lower uh like defense i think yeah there was also another scout rifle i think it was that would make you it would unload the enemy's clip i fucking hate whenever the enemies would have that the the designers would specifically put them around corners so you'd come around and like just instantly get shot by one bullet and lose all your ammo for whatever you're, i hate that oh <laughs> they, oh, they did it just to fuck with you that's funny that's so bad shock troopers though i also really heavily relied on because of those flamethrowers Mm. yeah so good even if someone's crouching behind cover you can just go and burn them to death and you can hit multiple enemies with one yeah i found that super useful too so you know that's a way to avoid the whole oh it takes two turns to kill these guys because they're crouching behind the sandbag yeah just flamethrower remember what you were saying about crimeria uh and how like how do you defeat her sucks and how she sucks to fight and just is just awful (laughs) in general yeah. Uh my eventual ultimate strategy for dealing with her, you know, once you once the mission where you finally can learn how to fight her, you just have to you know, snipe her crystal yeah, she, first. She wasn't she wasn't that a was problem so... in that mission, I thought, but Yeah, yeah. not a, not Le- really trying a to learn all, how to guess, but... deal with her. Yeah, just exactly. I I guess yeah, the very first time I had to deal with her like you know she would like turn her head and like look at someone 
if they like yeah. went and ran off in a direction. So I just sent like Vancy to run off in in into some random direction, and it did not look like she was under something. But the game must have thought she was under something, because Crimea was just obsessed with her for the rest of that whole mission, and turn yeah. after turn she would just be looking at her and just shooting all of her attacks right at Vancy, and the, I would see all of those like crystal shards raining down around her and exploding on Vancy and Vancy doesn't take an ounce of damage because she's <laughs> technically under something. Too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like wow. I just so, think stuff like that yeah. is so crazy and it looks like the most chaotic like explosion and the animation just goes <laughs> on and just on immune. and on. <laughs> and on then and on. they just stand there and they don't even acknowledge anything. And then then it's all over and then they might turn and like look and do like a little sweating. <laughs> i love that this game has so much there's so many different things you can do and that's what i end up really admiring and loving in this game your Mm -hmm. strategy was probably way different than mine and mine was way different than jade's like you could do whatever the hell you want and it's just so you can do such funny stuff yeah just go crazy uh, go stupid you know that's so true it's it's super cool yeah i mean they all the additions and stuff like really just add to the just the crazy variety of 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 ways to tackle everything it's really really i really i hope that they you know keep keep making more games of the series because if they you know continuously add nice things like cool improvements like that and you know cool mission variety and everything like it 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 has the potential to be really good dude and they added you know accessories for your units to kit them out yeah. more you know they're they're and there there's so much more ways to interact with your squad oh my god yeah there's there's mm-hmm, a lot yeah. going on in a mission that is now it's, it feels different each mission could feel different compared to a different person playing the game and yeah. vc1 felt a lot more linear definitely yeah and i think they're going in the right direction with the franchise if they are looking to make it a continued franchise I mean, the fact that they're already on four, I think that I think they already pretty clearly want to continue it as a franchise. Yeah, um, I hope so. But in any case, yeah, like I, I think just the way that they're going with their games, just the improvements from the first game already are like pretty evident. And I think by the time that they have another game ready to put out, I think they're going to be, you know, way more polished, and they're going to probably have I don't know. They could either just double down on the fan service. Or they could double no. down on the actual cool mechanics. <laughs> yeah, I hope they're doing the latter. <laughs> Please, Please mechanics. do mechanics. Yeah. Yeah, the the story. <sighs> what? The story. What more needs to be said? <sighs> yeah, to, for me, I just like, I am trying to think of how to word it. It there's a lot of allegations thrown around in the debate. Um, uh, you know, Triple M, Mind Mush Material was thrown <laughs> around. And I, almost nearly instantly it seemed that <laughs> it was apparent to me that <laughs> Molecular Chronicles 4 is, I think it's Mind Mush Material. I think it falls within the realms of Mind Mush Material. I... I honestly, yeah, I, I agree pretty much pretty much right away. Uh, the first few missions, I was I was face palming pretty hard, 
uh, at times even regretting my my ballot on the vote. <laughs> oh yeah, boy! We could have been playing Disco Elysium right now, dude. Yeah, it was it was a tough vote for me, and then just playing like right when Val when Valkyria Four started was a low point because. <laughs> You know, even though I was enjoying the aspects of the game, I was already just like kind of, I don't know, I had a tongue-in-cheek way of going about everything in-game because I, I I heard those words, mind mush material, and <laughs> it just was so painfully true. Just the, yeah. the dialogue choices, the way that they portrayed characters, like... I remember I wanted to like screenshot everything that Raz was saying and like send it to you guys. But, <laughs> but then I just thought, you know, I, if I just sent these guys all these screenshots, it would just be like every word of his dialogue. <laughs> so it's it like, would be all the dialogue of the whole game. They're just going to, yeah, they're just going to see that very soon. So the right away, I know this is based off of like real world war two stuff. Um, like Germany tried to push in through Russia, right? Like they yep. they did this exact same thing, but <laughs> it just was so funny. Like the context of the story, like instantly it was like, oh man, the empire's been just slowly pushing their lines and taking so much of the Federation territory. I guess what our secret plan is to get all of our guys and fight them back. And it and it works, and it's just like it's so. It's like their their big plan is to just fight. Their big plan is to fight back against the empire and make a beeline to the thing. And they were like, didn't even think about the. You know, it's just that's just a minor thing. But there, were, I had humongous problems with like there was no character development in this game. I feel like it was it was not very good. Like, no. it kind of made yeah. me sad. Some. Some characters had a little bit of, of development. Yeah, I think I think some characters had development, like minor development though. Like I, yeah. I guess I was just let down with Claude because it seems like, like all of his character development that they hint at, it like happened it already before happened. the story. Yeah. yeah, and so you, I was like kind of waiting for that time that he would slip up and like have to redeem his his mistake, and it never happened. He's just the strongest, best commander of all time, I guess, mm-hmm. and like. Like, you never, all you know is, oh, Scaredy Claude, <laughs> and you're like, well, you know, you don't, you don't really have experience with him as Scaredy Claude, so he's just like, he's just Welkin 2.0, oh. he's just Claude. He's he just always strong. has, he has a lot of moments in the, in the, in the story where he is questioning himself, and then someone comes up and says that he's Scaredy Claude, and he says, you know what, no I'm not, and then he just yeah. does the right thing. You could kind of like also take another look at it, like... It, ask yourself the question is Claude strong enough to lead his soldiers to victory yes. that's what it's all about at the end of the day <laughs> either Claude is strong enough or Claude is not strong enough I... and anyone who's who's known defeat knows exactly what I mean when I when I say <laughs> oh yeah okay sorry guys <laughs> looks like I wasn't strong enough yeah Oh. <laughs> when he dies You'll be seeing uh, a lot of that throughout your time in I, battle. I wish like the the really the one kind of cool interesting thing they touched on is when like his decision making was being affected by how desensitized to war he'd become. Yeah. 
but it was literally yeah. like two lines and then it was like over <laughs> like there was no development or like any exploration on it it was like <sighs> yeah for like every cool hint- scene like that there was like five scenes of them like talking about dumb shit and like touching <laughs> tits and ass and like all the stupid stuff like dumb anime stuff it was, it was i just wish that they would focus more on like a little bit cooler stuff like just war stuff instead of just fun stuff but maybe that doesn't sell i don't i don't know yeah i mean and like you were saying earlier you brought up a good point like they're they start the story and they're just in the middle of this war Mm -hmm. like there's no context for the war there's no greater motive for the war there is well to be to be fair i guess maybe it's the exact same war from like all the games yeah so it's kind of yeah. like established, I guess, already. They but. they want ragnite, and there's a lot of ragnite because you know, it's a precious material. It's fuel, and they it there's a lot of it in the Federation lands, and that's why they're pushing him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I but suppose yeah it's, yeah, it's still like pretty flimsy. You know, I mean, it's just it's just an excuse to have anime World War Two. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like crazy political or anything like that. But I just wish that the ramifications of like war were explored better. Yeah, this is this is like anime World War Two, but without like the real weight. Like, yeah. there's only there's only some like minorly heavy stuff that mm-hmm. happens over the and course that's, of the and game. it's the best stuff in it is in the Honestly, entire plot. Yeah, by like a long remember shot. like when that one guy from that town got like hung up. Yeah, yeah. I thought the story was gonna have some good moments if it had continued on that trend. When they they're like, you know, it's not all fun and games here. There's there is death, but then they kind of forget about it for a long time. Yeah. There aren't there aren't really a lot of casualties that you see. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, yeah, and the fact, like, I think you know, like having to order Raz essentially to his death was was a cool moment. Like, I that, thought that was know. awesome. That was my favorite part of the game. Yeah, Honestly, that was yeah. that was real good. Uh, yeah, that was that was cool because like I I was kind of thinking that Raz was just gonna go off. Like he always does throughout the story, but I think you know because he just runs and does his own thing all the time without being ordered to. And that was Character the one time he was like, baby. "Yeah, yeah, that was that was a great moment, very earned." And then obviously yeah. the uh, the lever thing was cool, the activating the bomb, but it turned out kind of dumb. It turned out, yeah. It turned out it started cool and turned out to be dumb. Yeah. So when hold on, I have a question about that bomb. Like, yeah. when he was going to detonate that bomb, was he going to, like, suicide himself and all of the squad? They said they had an hour once he flipped it to get out. Oh, okay. That was the premise. Was... He he, no, he okay. made it seem like he was going to stay there, though. Right? Yeah, like, he I, was I didn't get go that impression. The they specifically said they had an hour to get out after they flipped it. Yeah, and that was... They, the and then they would have to... Cool. It would blow up the whole city, kill lots, like, millions of innocent people. Hmm. Yeah, I could have sworn Claude did say some some shit about going down with the ship. Yeah, I thought he but did too. But maybe, maybe I, you know, I don't have a I don't have proof of that either. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> either way, either way, the squaddies, the important characters would live, and you know, Claude yeah, would, yeah. Uh, I gotta also vent really. I really gotta vent about Riley because I, <laughs> I hate Riley. What do you uh, hate about Riley? <laughs> Look. It's not it's not just like the the slapping and like the bitchy attitude in the very beginning. Like that's whatever. I th- I thought that was actually interesting because I thought it was going to be like, "Whoa, we're meeting up with our childhood friends and everything's so cool," but she like hates Claude or whatever. 
but they have they are there was this there was this thing the the pyrophobia that yeah. she has that is in oh. one cutscene. It's like it's the source Riley's, of her huge Riley's trauma. infamous pr- pyrophobia. <laughs> yeah, it's like the source of her trauma and why she like hates Claude in the first place. Um and then like the the second that she forgives Claude and is like I'll let you lead me in battle or whatever. Um she gets <laughs> over her pyrophobia and it like is replaced by a thing that makes her stronger when Claude is around. And then like like that's dumb. That's dumb enough. But then and then they go <laughs> Then there's like never flames in a mission. Like you never have to play around with that debuff of pyrophobia. And then all of a sudden, like once she's over it, there's a mission afterwards when the whole camp is like attacked and on fire. And but yeah. she's already over her pyrophobia, so you don't have to like worry about it or manage it or anything. It was just dumb. And also, yeah. she should have fucking she should fucking died. And the, the yeah, and they fucking... they have moments of her you know playing around with fire. Yeah, you know, near it, and but it, like the context for it has already been resolved. It was resolved so quickly. I don't mm-hmm. know. They they missed. It was resolved. It wasn't even resolved. It was like her trauma of flames wasn't it, directly yeah, it just addressed. Went away. It just went away. Yeah, and she had the one scene of her like breaking down and running away from fire, and then like it's not resolved at all. It's just gone. It's just it's funny because you know I almost forget that she ever had it. It was so long ago, and it was so mm-hmm. minor. And maybe that's like my fault for thinking that it was going to be this cool like i thought there'd be you know character development or character growth past these things but it just like went away just disappeared and yeah she should have died at the fucking end because (laughs) like i hate that because there's this psychotic fucking crazed psychopathic killer that's terrorized you for half the game and then you have your gun drawn first and you go hey get out of my way and then obviously she goes i'm gonna kill you (laughs) and then like <laughs> i just thought it was so it was like is this world war Two or uh, like kill your enemies you have to kill this crazy like <laughs> i don't i don't know it was, yeah, just, and she, it was just weird she somehow yeah defeats her with just a single bullet wound she doesn't even use that kind of uh caliber of a weapon yeah i wish there were hand, such a handguns man yeah, yeah. she like because she uses the dunkel or whatever, but yeah, 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 that's true. And then Riley has a handgun, but not in the in the game. And not also, game, no yeah. classes have handguns, which are the coolest gun. Handgun, uh, the coolest gun. So basically, yeah, they're they're missing a huge opportunity because historically, yes, pistols were used in World War Two. Yeah, yeah, everyone probably had guns. a sidearm, but yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. And then the whole true ending thing, like, really rubbed me way. So, wrong. Yeah, what is dude, the difference? The okay, true I, I only, I only just when I was doing some research found out about true ending versus what is there even another ending? It's <laughs> it's not even another it's ending, hilarious. and it's not even a true ending. It's just another cutscene that follows the end of the first cutscene for some and reason. It's so like, short. It's and so it has short. Re- like the weirdest requirements to get to see it. It's stupid. Yeah. It's really strange, and that kind of leads into another thing I had. I hate the forest romance. I hate the romance in this game so much because it's so weird. It just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel earned, I guess. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't even feel like, like, do you ever get the impression that Claude even was, like, in love with Riley? 
or <sighs> they just kind of, or that either were like in love with each other like they're like they have some Sundere know. stuff going on when they're in that that imperial town early on you know they yeah there are signs that stuff is yeah, building yeah. up. Yeah, there, there are like it's just like the no. I guess that's one thing that made me sad is because those extra scenes that you have to unlock to watch the true ending are like the ones that build up their relationship, and you yeah. don't get to see them in the main game. I literally like, don't understand why any of it was kept for post-game optional, like. I don't know why it wasn't just in the game by default. The the extra ending, the interludes, <gasps> yeah, none of it makes sense to me. Extra ending, yeah, it really inter- doesn't make sense. Because oh I was thinking like, you do this stuff and the ending, like everything leading up would be different. Like I thought, oh, Riley's gonna kill the girl and not get shot dead. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And I was like, oh, it's it's just unfolding the exact same. And then I was like. Oh, maybe it's like at the end when they're all saluting the ship. Instead of like stopping to salute the ship, he's like, "Oh, you Riley needs medical attention." <laughs> like I thought that was the funniest thing when the the ship is going down and he like lays Riley like dead on the top of his tank, and she's just lying there, and they all like they all just salute <laughs> instead of like, "Hey, we need a medic, dude." And then they roll her up in the in the true ending. They roll her up in a wheelchair. And I thought, okay, so there are ramifications <laughs> yeah. for this. But then she just stands up. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was yeah. like, I, I would have accepted if she was like, you And know. then Claude was rough with her. He was like, he was like throwing her around. And she just barely could stand up from her wheelchair. And also something really minor. It was like, Claude had his like civilian clothes, but then everyone else must have just like, just showed up you know, in there. Still had all their attire. their military briefs, their military clothes. No, no <sighs> redesign. It it felt it just felt so strange. Yeah, it should not have been tacked on because it didn't it didn't earn it. Like if yeah, if it, it was a true ending, then things should have like unfolded differently or had like more of a substantial thing. But it was literally just like like a post credit scene, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird, and that's like unforgivable unforgivable i can't say i understand it yeah the and you have to beat you have to fight the last boss again objectively the worst mission in the game you have to just mm-hmm. do it again but the enemies have higher stats and but yeah. nothing's the only thing that's different is kai can snipe into the tank to stop it from driving which is so useless of a thing to do that i don't know why you'd bother right <laughs> yeah it was it was is so strange like all that if you're using really... lancers maybe <laughs> either yeah. way like if then you just you bring to stop the... moving. if you were to just bring your engineer to those two spots which uh, you know i didn't think was too much of an ask you could do it in one turn then it yeah. would never leave that spot anyway it would just keep driving back to the same spot so which i had done so by the time i knew kai could snipe into it it was like okay the oh, only difference man. in this mission then is that the enemies are paragons not elites so Oh, it's just more annoying. More There's annoying. Almost nothing happened. Yeah, it really didn't deserve to be placed like that, to be unlocked yeah. like that. Like at first, I was kind of stoked because I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like someone died, someone else died in this crazy World <laughs> War Two scenario. Like really, only three characters have died so far. You know, like three named characters, and one of mm-hmm. them is one of your random squad mates, and one and of like, them isn't in your squad. And one of them isn't in your squad, yeah. And yeah. I was like, cool, more casualties. That's that's how it should be, I guess, you know. But then 
then there were all these little hints like i looked at everyone's like log like i i don't know if i would have even known yeah not even true Walt, not even waltz died oh my god don't even fucking... yeah dude he oh. definitely should have died that was that that the most ridiculous scene in the game for me is when he he see he comes up to Cremaria and he he like lays down on the ground like he's dead now after he professes his love and then he just stands up again with his eyes wide open and grabs that crystal yeah i was laughing his... out loud that was I like was so too, dumb. Man. Oh my god, I was laughing so hard during that whole that whole debacle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to even make notes about how dumb that whole segment is. Cause like, holy shit, dude! <laughs> like, <laughs> smoldering even... flaming tank, and he's still a lot. He, sh- oh my god! And then like, once again, man, Minerva the whole time is chasing revenge for like her squad getting killed by that guy and he oh even shows God. his face at the end and she doesn't even get a word in like that's her whole motivation the whole game it like if she and she bursts in like gonna set this nuke off like pointing a fucking gun at her commanding officer like hey blow this town up let's end this war i need revenge for all my fallen comrades or whatever and then she sees the guy who kills who killed all of her guys it drives yeah, away yeah. on his tank <laughs> and, like, doesn't say shit. Claude's, Claude's words were so powerful. Down. It just nullified <laughs> all of her rage. Yeah. I I just thought it was just so when she saw like, When she saw the handsome devil that did it. <laughs> yeah. Squad F entirely as a, as a plot thread didn't, like, they talk about it so much. It's everything about Minerva is for Squad F. But the mm-hmm. only ones that are ever named are her, Ronald, and Crystal. Yeah. But nothing ever happens that you see. Even in the extra stories where you get to see more of Minerva and Crystal, it's so minor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they make it to be such a big deal. All that's, A lot of stuff in this game is talked about, but you're not shown a lot of it. Yeah. And then there's like... It, there's like these character interactions, you know, like Aladdin likes Rita or something. But then they only get like minor benefits, right, from just being next to each other. It's yeah. not like yeah. Fire Emblem where they are, they have their own like romance arc or anything. There, there's yeah. some stuff like that in Squad stories sometimes, yeah. squad but stories. it's not like as definitive or anything. From what it's I've not seen. like it's not like unlocked by like soldier interaction on the battlefield yeah. or anything. Yeah, I though. thought that was like, an interesting difference. Is that Fire Emblem makes you put a lot of work in to bring these characters together, whereas in Valkyria they're they're already written in a certain they're scripted. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and Raz I, has know. his little like disciple or whatever. Yeah, Zyga. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, there's, you know, I like both systems in some ways, and I dislike them both in some ways. You can't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought uh, it, it, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the like plot things that they try to make like super relevant and like crazy, are just like the weak weaker as... aspects of the game. I think, yeah, or of the it, story. Yeah, because because they yeah. go out of your way to like make you give a shit about. Like, like how Squad F died. Yeah, and I and, thought and you know Angie and and Cremaria. Angie and Cremaria and like Ooh. Cremaria blowing up the other ships. And I don't. I, and then like and just anything like with Raz Cremaria sending fucking Raz to his death, and literally it was like for four so funny. Guys. It was a fucking net. It was a net. 
a net was stopping you guys. Like an like, EMP net. It was a, a it was an EMP net, but it, yeah, was, a, it was like it, was a it bunch did of not. Rope. It didn't look like anything threatening at all. Like I was just thinking how funny it was that like there are blimps holding it. Just shoot the fucking blimps <laughs> down and razz yeah, them. Yeah, go. Like literally, fun fact: there are only like ten blimps left in the world because of the fact that it is so easy to bring down a whole blimp. You can just shoot a blimp and it'll collapse. I mean, that, so there I, are only I'm like totally ten blimps able in the world. to forgive that because this is you know alternate reality this is way in the past they they might not have that knowledge of of all the things in the game i didn't didn't really care about the blimps because it still served for a good character moment yeah but that's i don't know it just feels like and and then there's also a great moment like raz should have died yeah it was it was cool and it was just the only reason that it is cool is because you could tell that raz is like one of the special characters because they actually forced him to die (laughs) <laughs> unlike yeah, everyone yeah. else who just gets mm-hmm. a free pass for no reason yeah people you know? who die end up cool you you live long enough to see yourself become the villain claude yep. you should have yeah. exactly. died bitch oh my yeah, god send yourself out there with ras yeah no i don't know it was just like some of the stuff just seemed overly dramatic and just <sighs> i don't know it was it, it's just you know it's a mind mush kind of mind yeah mush and especially game. yeah the one thing that i really didn't like about the raz suicide mission too is the fact that like just seeing raz you know and using raz just going around and flamethrowing torching like droves of those guys like killing three guys at a time with one Mm -hmm. single like torch stroke and then he just dies to literally like four guys guarding (laughs) like not even elite (laughs) soldiers just normal grunts guarding a, a little electric station it's a yeah, Ludo narrative for you. Yep. It, it just sounds like they he, he just needed to go. The authors just needed to kill someone off. They said To make a statement. Time. Yeah, they, they had the whole thing set up. The, of course, the only character who says he's invincible ends up, like, dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> that, he's that tells you he's going to die as soon as he says it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for like death flags raised. Yeah, he's, he, that, he's open for it at that point. But... Yep. Uh, they even yeah. remove his invincible buff right before he dies. He gets <laughs> and a better one. it changes to the big damn hero. He get, he, he's buff. more invincible when he has that shit on. He's amazing. It, even though it's better, it just doesn't even say invincible anymore. Like, they're they're prepping him. They're prepping yeah. you for the idea of his death. Like, oh, Raz is not it, invincible. Now, that's, but that's he good, Ludo Narrative, I think. Hero. Yeah, so that, I'm into the that. potentials are great in the yeah. way that they illustrate the characterization better than the story he probably ever man hopes to to do yeah Mm -hmm. i guess i guess that's what's kind of charming sometimes they do the little things right like that some some of the minor aspects they can really clean up on but then it's it seems like in some other areas they put the cart before the horse you know and they're just uh trying to tell too grand of a story a little bit yeah and they they just don't quite have i mean people just aren't it best it is as invested in it as i think they expect us to be maybe yeah. i mean this play this game has a huge fan base i'm sure and I'm like sure, people yeah. love the valkyria series and stuff and it's good it's a fun game to play and it's For sure. uh, yeah it's just like a unique style of game and i really like playing it it was pretty fun and i don't know i kind of took the whole plot pretty lightly you know mm-hmm. just because you know, you can't really take something like this uh, any any more than I get face value, I think. 
Mm -hmm. to an extent but yeah it i thought yeah uh those squad stories were like almost the highlights of any sort of like storytelling i i agree you know that they did i saw i saw them all and they were much better almost universally there's only a couple that i wasn't really into yeah it was it's interesting i wish like i don't know hopefully for the next game they try to like tone down the 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 grandness of their narrative and just focus more on like character interactions kind of like the thing is the first valkyria was much more of a it was just kind of a romance story almost it was yeah aimed to be more charming and it was even though it still had all of those anime tropes in it Mm -hmm. and because we didn't i don't think any of us have really played the second game and none of us have definitely touched the japanese only third game so maybe (laughs) as these games have come out they've evolved and they thought you know these grittier things are or, or more down to earth, less charming. They they kind of moved away from that. Yeah, and it, maybe I, that's just what's been selling them for them. Yeah, yeah. That's what's weird is because it's like from maybe. what little I know about the series, it's like the second game is like a uh, charm to the max. It's like you're in high school with your boys, basically. Yeah. Like you're at a military academy. It's not serious, really. The little I've played of that game, it is like that, and it's an actual sequel too. You know. Yeah. Wow. And then. And then the uh, third game is supposed to be, like, kind of dark and gritty, but I have no idea, like, to what degree or if it really touches mm-hmm. on anything that's, like, more serious. But I just, I don't know. I, I... Yeah, so they, they might potentially take the franchise in a more fan service direction. Especially yeah, if you look at some of the extra content that's in this game. Oh, yeah. Like the DLC, it's fan service to the, they're unashamed of it. Just it's keep keep so that much. shit to the DLC. I'm fine with that. Like yeah, do that. yeah. I because you know the grittier, the more down to earth tones that they have in the game are good, but they're spoiled by what surrounds them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's very aptly put. Like it's it it doesn't the weight of sending Raz to his death is like kind of lessened when he's like <laughs> such a fucking. Uh, to, not to me. Not that moment was still such a, so good for me that it everything else around it I tuned out. It was so good. I had when you have to choose someone to to send to yeah. their death. I had yeah. my face clasped in my palms. I I I couldn't make that decision. Yeah, that was definitely one of the the better moments of the game. But it it's it just you know surrounding it. It's like overall just kind of like you know it's a standout. It's the most powerful woman of the game for sure, but there's no competition really for, for that yeah. in the game. Yeah. Like it's not hard to to have something, you know, oh. like that be a standout. I guess amongst the the, the trash. Oh, the but mush. the 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 moment when Nicola blew herself up. I was so too. into that too because I wanted it. I just wanted yeah. them to die. That was yeah. cool. That was a yeah, fitting vanilla. end. Vanilla. Vanilla. Herself. Vanilla and Chocola. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of had a lot of fun with, like, the squaddies and having little head cannons and stuff more than anything else in the game. Like, they did such a good job compared to, like, VC1 yeah, with the dude. squad mates. Because I think, yeah, this game, it's fixed, right? You get the same yeah. squad mates all the time. So they're, like, I'm actually sure. in some of the cutscenes. And, like, they actually have a presence, even if it's really small. They do exist outside of just combat, which, you know, in Valkyria Chronicles 1, they didn't at all. It was just like... Yeah, it was just your main squad. And mm-hmm. and I didn't... You know, I wasn't even really into 
a lot of the squad members in Valkyria one because it was just you know the Welkin and Alicia show. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this game, it was just it was just cool. Like I really found myself getting attached to the just the random squad mates and like having my own little head cannons for, for them and then stories. you know having That's that stuff explored more in the uh in the squad stories and stuff and getting to see some development and interaction was was really cool yeah i bet the modding community could really do some damage with the valkyria uh with like valkyria 4 i bet hmm. they could make they could take a lot of the stuff that we're saying and like probably implement that in some way just have better missions better dialogue it seems like valkyria 4 could almost be released as like a an engine or like a sandbox battle simulator that'd be cool and you yeah could just that would like be cool stage stuff like that like it's it what they really have in my opinion is like a really good like engine of a game like where yeah. you know the, the gameplay True. is just really fun it's unique. It's pretty unlike anything I've ever played. Like even like XCOM or Fire Emblem, you know, other games that are somewhat similar don't exactly capture what this game has going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that's very true. Like the the combat in this game is awesome. Like just by itself, like the gameplay is just so fun. But it's just like bogged down with the weird like narrative things that they do and yeah to me at least i did i just i don't know some modder could probably fix the story of vc4 <laughs> fix the story i yeah, don't know about like, that fix it up like all the skyrim modders like how they fix the parthenax ending to skyrim just like some infamous quest line they they just wrote a better ending for it and that's just now the real ending for the story in the game if you get that dlc i wish they would do something like that for vc4 what if they just wrote a, a riveting story and then it, it used all the same major cutscenes though, but then they had like, I don't know, they could, they could make it so the meaning was uh, differentiated or some something somehow from what it is currently. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the modding community could really uh, do a lot with this game. Yeah. I... They, they have a lot of... I just don't understand when you're doing the story, you can skip all of the story really easily is a good thing. Mm-hmm. There's no auto advance. That's really annoying <sighs> yeah, for, for the text. But then they have they have these weird arbitrary rules about what is optional to see and what isn't, like what they even they consider uh, important to flesh out their story. Like you get to the Angie interlude, Mm. The, the the first interludes about Kai becoming Lena becoming Kai, mm. and for some reason that's integral. That is mandatory. You must see that, even though it's really kind of bullshit. Oh my like, god! Yeah. But then you get to Angie, who is almost arguably more important to the overall plot. And now they say you can skip this interlude. <laughs> and then sometimes they have little tiny sub episodes that are optional, but so much of the other stuff isn't, even when it's just as much filler as this stuff that they let you skip. Yeah. And then the, yeah, the really post weird. game that that Hot Springs one, what? Yeah, fuck oh, that. God. No. Like it's so funny, but why? It, why is it mandatory for the true ending, and why is it not just in the game in the first place? <laughs> yeah, that was so strange because it felt out of place. Because yeah, I thought it was just some stupid fan service thing. It, like I bought the thing with all those renown points, and then it was like I had no idea that it was gonna link to the like true ending. 
Yeah. Because there's nothing... <laughs> uh, You'd yeah, have to it's... do that in order to see how Claude and Riley are going to get engaged. Yeah. <sighs> I... Yep. Wow. The, she, uh, <laughs> Riley has to, to show her naked body to everybody in order for Claude to... <laughs> yeah. Uh, to to realize that oh wow actually I do want I do want to smash that should tell you everything you need to know about how fucked this game's yeah <laughs> priorities are and, and yeah that just is so funny too like how you were saying that this was just not supposed to be a it doesn't feel like it was supposed to be a romance piece yeah. or anything but then literally the secret ending it's like uh it's like some it, it looks like it's in just some romance manga. Like, the mm-hmm. way that a romance manga would end. Like, literally, yeah. they sketch out, like, Claude and and Riley kissing like it's some fairy tale ending. That's how like, the first what? game was. That's the Isn't, intro cutscene to the first game is, that's how, is the same sketch thing of Welkin and Alicia, like, hugging. Locking oh, my God. That, that's okay. just a staple, I guess. And they had to squeeze it into their story, even though they already went a like a, a more down to earth direction. That's, with it. And I think yeah. that's, that's where how the problem any, is. That's how anyone wants a, a war game to end. With romance <laughs> Bloom between on the a male and a female soldier. A hundred percent you need in, to end it with it. Yeah, VC one felt earned because that yeah that that did feel like the focus from the, the whole beginning. game yeah it just, was built around it. Yeah, but they this literally game, it just copied. Seems on they own. literally just copied it. They copied their their award-winning formula. That's <laughs> that. See, that is something that I think VC4 is. Because um, what I've played of two and what I very little know of three is they were making different decisions with those games mm-hmm. and going in different directions, and their sales went down. So VC4 mm. was supposed to be a return to the first game. That's why it's so similar in a lot of ways. Mm. They were trying to capture the same audience. Interesting. It, it's all intentional. And that's why, you know, even in their debate, we're like, this just kind of looks like the first game. The characters look like carbon copies. And mm. they, they do that. They don't hide that at the start. And then they start to shift how everything plays out a little bit later to they... benefit and detriment. Yeah. You know what they should have done, which might have helped their sales out a little bit, is make the games not on PSP. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a little too radical of an idea, but why yeah, did they that develop was probably the, the games biggest issue with two and three? Oh my god! What? Hold on. Two, I did two not and three know. were only on PSP, yeah. and oh, three was only okay. in Japan. Because gotcha. yeah, I did two hear didn't about sell three. that well. I did hear about three being on Japan. Yeah, exclusive territory. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it's interesting, but I don't know. Those games had good ideas too. You know, they had uh, reclassing. You could you could go down like class tech trees or something. I remember in the <laughs> second game. <laughs> yeah, so, that's right. So they've they've gone back on those ideas, and you know that's another sign that they want this game to be a lot like the first Valkyria, a return mm-hmm. to form with just a few uh, improvements. And I think that it was a resounding success in that regard. Yeah, yeah, they they achieved. If that's what they were going for, they certainly achieved it. And you know, they made they made certain advancements in in a lot of the uh, the gameplay and the the mission objectives and everything too. But please, just double down on that story and make iron out that story next time. Get something <laughs> going on with that story for Valkyria Chronicles Five. Yeah, hell, they could even they could even continue the the events of of this you know chapter of Valkyria 
but then maybe add more like detail to these people already. You know, well, so that what's... I don't know based on what happens uh, post post game and in the in the personnel tabs, they'd have to probably move on from these characters unless they really well, they'd probably yeah, pull something I guess out of their right, assets with the, anime. With the post game. Oh, you guys got to go back to war after you got back. And Claude was discharged. I know it's part of the staple of this game now, this World War II thing, but I kind of, I, I'm curious about seeing, I want to see what happens, like, in the future. Like, how much more yeah, can this... that would be interesting. <laughs> like, I was thinking all this weird Ragnite technology with the Valkyria-powered things. Like, that could be really interesting if they just skip forward. To like, Vietnam. To anime Vietnam. <laughs> Just anime war, like, future. Like, they could just do some cool... There could be... Like, the the future seems really interesting. Like, there could be some really cool, unique things that they could do, but they're kind of locked into just World War II all the time. Uh, yeah, they're so and there's, obsessed. Doesn't at least there's other theaters. I hope that there's other theaters, because they've hinted at, like, the Japan-esque country oh, in this yeah. one. And the, the Vinland, United States of Vinland, which I guess is supposed to be, like, America. Yeah. Like... Maybe there is going to be some other, like, the Desert Theater or something. Like, I, I just wow. hope that they move away from this Galia stuff. Like, yeah, I liked the ice. always the retelling of the classic European conflict. Yeah, Nothing the else. ice zones were cool. Like, I liked that vibe of the, the nature yeah. and the elements and the snow and stuff yeah. like that. But I just, you know, I just hope that they move away from, like, how many more stories can, you know, come you out know, of this specific theater? How much how much cooler would it have been to to an extent I guess if they like toned down the like magic too to an yeah. extent and I it mean, was just a like thing. a yeah, true that's... war story in anime form it would be cool but yeah that's such a like I mean it's called Valkyria Chronicles yeah they already shot Valkyries. themselves in the foot with the first game because that's kind of where shit hits the fan is once they start really introducing that stuff too and it, yeah. anime gets cranked up to 11 like once once all the valkyria stuff starts getting unveiled in in four is when i start to snooze because it's yep. just yeah. so uninteresting yeah yeah it would be cool if they did you know move away from it but yeah it's so tied into every aspect of the game that it's just there's no way yeah and then like all of your soldiers too like all that the 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 you know the developers have to do is make all of your normal little weak ass soldiers just go up against this mega strong Valkyria and just have her knock them over like a bunch of bowling pins. Like they just go and, and basically bully you and just force you to deal with these people that are really just overpowered because literally they're a magical, like super powerful creature. A God. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone, no one can actually, I've never seen someone stop a Valkyria in these games yet, in one and four. Yeah. No one actually, yeah. like, is able to beat them. They they just blow up Cromeria's crystal and she goes, she just can't control her power. But they don't directly, like, kill her. They can't stop her. Doesn't Silvaria was, uh, blow herself up? She blows like, herself up in the first game, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, no mm. one's been able to, like, stop They're them. overpowered they as fuck. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is pretty interesting, I suppose, in a way yeah. as well. So I guess, yeah, it, it's kind of a criticism because I think that maybe uh, they're just a straight up war piece would be more interesting, and they would be forced to rely more on like the drama of war and telling a war story. 
Because, like, that's the whole narrative. It's just, like, this big war story. But then yeah. it just gets to be so ridiculous when it's, like, you're fighting these, like, Valkyrie spiritual beings. And yeah. you're still trying to... And then you've still got Miles who's, like, oh, let me take a picture of that. Like, he's the cam- <laughs> he's the camera, you know, World War II guy. There's always some there's always some trope of some guy in, in World War II who's got a camera. In like every movie or film adaptation, there's always one guy who's taking a, snapping photos of the whole one dude's journey. gotta one dude's gotta be taking those selfies, you know what I mean? One dude. Or how else would you get the uh the intro screen? <laughs> how else would you have that how else would you have that moment of quiet recollection post war when they when they happen across the picture of their old squad and they go, huh? <laughs> those, those times, those times. Again, another just an absolute staple for a, a war, a war piece. And they're trying, yeah. and they really try to focus on the war. But then it just like it gets to be so ridiculous when you try to be so serious about the war. And then there's also just these like these Valkyries running around, just destroying the world. And the dogs, they got the dogs running around. Yeah, and the dogs, dogs yeah. It's hard to focus because they're so important and integral to the story, and they're around all the time. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't. Like... I, I, I guess I, I, I wish. Yeah, it would be cool, but it's just like maybe we're barking up the wrong tree here. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, like it's, I, I think that's yes. what we'd want. Of course, like it would be the coolest, like uh, a game with this gameplay. Even it can even be anime style, like the art style. Everything is just so perfect for this cool, like raw, awesome, oh, right? horrible war story. But then it's just like, guess what? Anime. Uh, power Mind levels, mush. yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like everything else is just so cool. The gameplay is just perfect. It would suit that story really well. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, interesting. You know, I don't know if we'll ever see it. But a game, a game that had infinite potential, and just did a belly flop. Did a belly flop with writing a story. Writing the story, at least. Yeah, you got a. Uh... You got Rida on those character designs, you know, well-known doujin artist designing <laughs> all your crazy characters that you can sell. You can sell figures for millions of dollars, Selvaria figures. You got that lightning in a bottle captured. You got this lightning. cool, you got this awesome gameplay uh, style that hasn't been done by any other game. Completely unique. You got that lightning in a bottle. You got the guy who makes the music for uh, Final Fantasy Twelve. Uh, wow. making the jams you got him you got put that lightning in the bottle and then someone takes a bottle and they just spit in it and they go this is the story this is the stupid story here you go this is everything else it's like adding only seasonings to your dish <laughs> yeah. and you have all they the have all, all the this seasonings all this but... cumin and this saffron and like chives but then nothing to nothing to sink that your teeth into well hey oh, they wow. they had the I thought that one really minor but particularly good thing was just the swearing in the game. Yeah. Somehow oh, yeah. came out right amidst yeah. all of that. I agree. I, I yeah. think that that's, you know, soldiers got to be vulgar. Got to be vulgar soldiers, you know? That's true. Yeah, It wasn't I, I just an say. endless stream of saying bastard or, like, over the top with lots of saying fuck, the fuck Damn word. you. Damn yeah. you, you bastard. There was none of that. Imps. It was, like, believable. You imps. Um, I remember when when Minerva got called a bitch by Raz, and I was like, mm. okay, this game kind of like knows how to properly use cursing, and I, that's when I thought it was going to be 
believable all the way through. Yeah. yeah. That is interesting because in, in Japan, there's not quite expressive, you know, like profanity. Yeah, that was yeah, probably expletives. down to the translation yeah. team just, so just really, going in well. So more props to them for getting that so accurately in the dialogue. Like, yeah, the dialogue was good sometimes. Yeah. Uh, some some lines were just not so good or just like some super lines, cheesy shit. But... Like the dialogue sometimes could be good, but the writing was pretty much always bad, if that makes sense yep <laughs> like but uh hey i want to play i want to play the game cole the game the game let's play oh, the, yeah. let's play the game before before we move on i want to talk you know there's some more uh we got to talk about more of the missions we got there's talk more about missions more there's more mechanics i want to get yeah. into the balance yeah. but yeah yeah let's let's get into that first little power cleanser it off. fuck this Shake story shit story's bad unanimous vote all three of us yep. hate it stupid dumb shit um my much material confirmed. can we I don't, I don't hate it with the same with the same level i don't have that much passion to hating it but you know i can't say that i'll remember it fondly yeah I, I definitely don't hate it but i was not like blown away in fact i was i was face palming a lot of the story I did, yeah i didn't but... have my i didn't have the bar set very high so i just coasted through it yep. yeah i had i ro- was rolling my eyes i knew right away that it what it would be <laughs> and i was right i guess um but mind mush material can we all confirm my mind mush material a little bit yeah i'd confirm yeah, yeah it's got okay cool fuck yeah all right um so we're gonna play a game all right we're gonna play we'll a just game. uh shake off the nerves you know this is although this is very serious you're gonna this have to is... steal yourself for this okay we're gonna play two rounds okay and i like to call this game fuck mary kill oh God. you ever heard Shit. of that Oh yeah, I've heard of FM. <laughs> Holy <K>. shit! <laughs> so, round one, we're gonna have three suitors, and you're gonna have to choose which one of them you would fuck, which one of them you would marry, and which one you would kill. Ooh, okay, okay. Round one, we're going with Kai, Riley, Minerva. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> um, let's see. So go ahead, give it some thought. And let us know when you're ready. I think Jade has actually had time to think about this one. Yeah, I think uh, I know my answers for this I'm, one. Right? This how? Yeah, yeah. If if I guess I think I already know the answer as well. Uh, Kaiwa, you by all means. Okay. Yeah. Definitely kill Riley. That's probably <laughs> <Fuck> a <yeah>. unanimous <laughs> brother. That's the easiest. Get those. Get the easy choices out of the way first. <laughs> um. Then I think I would have to marry Kai. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. Okay. Marry <laughs> Kai. Well, you lost me there, but and <laughs> and and I guess then the only the only remaining option then is to F Minerva. F. F. F Minerva. Yeah. Is this? Hold on. Real quick side note. Is this um? Is this, is playing this on podcast? Is this kind of like? Uh, misogynistic is this an okay game to play like is this well just just wait till you see the next round and you'll change your tune yeah we're gonna get canceled for this someday yeah i don't know 20 years from now i don't know i'm just i'm suddenly thinking about that is that well we're all the next the next round will be fun (laughs) yeah um okay my cole is yours the exact same as kai was (sighs) it's so tough the easy minerva in some ways 
needs to die. She needs to go be with Crystal. But <laughs> <laughs> but then you don't want to have to be stuck with Riley in either <laughs> other category. Yeah, so that's why it's tough. I think that I would probably just go with the same as Kaiwa, though, ultimately. Yeah, good. Yeah, because Minerva just listening to her talk to me at drill at the, the yeah i wouldn't want to spend my life with her but i'd spend a moment oh. with it oh boy oh boy she's got Close. a real pair of lungs on her that, that yeah was... yeah i would i would kill riley f kai and marry minerva really because because in kai's in Kai's logbook thing, it says she never gets over Ras. Do you want to play fucking second banana for your whole life? Never live up to her oh, perception of Raz. You're the one like telling this story out, dude. You're the one who's saying you're going to play it. Maybe it says, you do. It says it in her thing that she never gets over Raz, dude. She yeah, but over did, it, it. did it account for us showing up? I don't know. <laughs> well, who are we in the context are- of the story? We outlived Raz. That's an important fact. She never. <laughs> I never thought that I would ever get over Raz until I met Jade. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot I guess, about Raz almost instantly. That's the cool thing is because I'm effing her and I'm moving on. So she'll be over. She'll get over <laughs> Raz and then she'll be pining for me, but it'll never happen because I'll marry <laughs> Minerva. And hear me out, okay? Um. Minerva's mean. I get it. She's a yeller. She's a screamer. But (laughs) But there's I could just I picture her mellowing out post war. Oh you know? I have sort of a headcanon, you know, built up. She's gonna she's she's chill sometimes. She's sometimes she's chill. Okay. And she doesn't have a gun pointed in your face. Even though yeah. her entry says she stays in the in the military. Yeah, yeah. But you think after that? Yeah, I think after that, I'm I'm playing the long game with Minerva. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, a right, a slapped on that design. Right, I knew what he was doing when he designed Minerva. <laughs> yeah. Minerva, one of the most powerful scouts. That's why she's got more animations than than any other character. Yeah, one of my favorite scouts, Minerva. The yeah. most powerful base game scout. Mm-hmm. The most powerful base game animations. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, especially if you get that swimsuit. Minerva pushing up her glasses. That's it. <laughs> We're done. Okay, let's go round two. This is the this is the this is the fucked this, up one. Yeah, this one this one will display your character much more. Whoa, okay. This 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 displays it's a peek into your soul how yeah. you choose to answer this one. Okay. Okay. Round two, we're going to do Marie, Loof, and Strawberry Andre. The mechanic of the ship. (laughs) This one, I didn't give any, I didn't give any thought to this. Okay, what are the choices? What are the choices again? Marie, she is the drill sergeant on the Centurion. Oh, yep, yep. Loof, she's the Darkson radar operator. I think she's the Darkson, right? Yeah. Uh, And Strawberry Andre, the mechanic. All, they're all working on the ship. They're the two all on the deck, ship. The two deck girls or the engineer and the engineer. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. 
My only, uh, this is the only thing. Uh, this one's it's, impossible. It's, this one's I, tough to do. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll say F. Strawberry Andre. Whoa. Because he's working <laughs> so hard down there. The guy needs yeah. a break. He needs to blow off some steam. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Mary, the radar operator. Loof. Ooh, fuck Loof. yeah. And yeah. and then my hands would be shaking as I had to pull the trigger <laughs> to kill the drill sergeant. Murray. Murray. Oh, poor Murray. <laughs> yeah, she's uh they're you know, they're all cute in their own ways. They're all, all three good. of these characters. Yeah, Andre just is like underrated. I love yeah. He's, he's a he's a fan very favorite. popular in my book. He's the best engineer in the game. He's yeah, all right. I'm I all never, agree with that. Yeah, I he, and he and he's playable too. Oh, okay, playable engineer. Yeah, so he is actually the best engineer. He's not only conceptually the best, but also uh, mechanically the best. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> do you want to save your the best for last, Jay? Do you want to go last? Best. I think for I last? have my answer. Yeah, you've you've thought about this probably more than anyone. You've been thinking about the sleepless nights. I I gotta come clean. I haven't come up with a straight up answer yet. Okay, yeah, so go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna go. This one is extremely difficult. I I researched the lore, the backstories of these characters for weeks as well, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Luffy is only 18. I'm pretty sure she's uh-huh. young. Marie, wow. age undisclosed. She had a previous lover. She carries memento of him. I Whoa. think I'd have to kill. I think I'd have to kill Marie so she could be with her lover. Yeah. It just, I, it, I, I would also be shaking to pull the trigger, but, but I, I'll, I'll road you. Grant to, her peace. I grant her I grant peace. peace. I can't kill the others. She's the only one. All rivers flow to the same ocean. Exactly. Wow. I, okay. And that then maybe I think makes... I'd. What? nothing makes it makes your decisions easier i'm the other two though i think i have to flip kaiwa i have to i have to marry andre because he's such a he's a such a solid man he would provide he'd be a breadwinner in my (laughs) he would provide his engineering he could build you a provider cool he could build you a a nuclear tugboat (laughs) and you could live on it together hard-working man and then you know i'd fuck loof you know she's she's young and in her prime and she's a good girl but i don't want to be with her all the time because she is uh, a talker. She's a dark <laughs> and you're a racist. Nope, no, the darkson thing has Piece nothing of to do shit. with it. That it showed it showed your true colors. Your your shit. When Whoa. I asked, when I asked, she's a darkson, right? Like I didn't even remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so I guess. I mean, I would have to fuck Andre too. Then I would fuck Strawberry Andre. Uh, I would certainly marry Loof. Because yes. I think her little story thing, like reading her little thing in the log, was cute. That she like wanted to be friends with everyone was, but was just too like She's didn't know. Vulgar, yeah, yeah. She was cool. I like. I want to. You know, I'd help her open up. You know, we'd we'd be married and live a happy life together. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, I would have to. I just have to. I'd, I'd my my hands are forced. Yeah, you just got to put Marie down. No one uh, wants to marry. She's such a good. No She's a good. I want to the... marry her, but. No yeah. one wants to marry I can't the drill leave Aunt Strawberry Andre hanging like that. Dude, you can't kill guess... Loof and you can't kill Strawberry Andre, but Marie is like the most killable. She's yeah, the most she's killable. She's the most killable. 
Yeah. She had a lover before. It's not right. She, yeah, she can't keep going wow. without that lover, you know? she's She should have been dead a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But, oh well. <laughs> hey, thanks everyone for yeah. playing. I'm glad that we were able to discern <sighs> Tough FMK. questions. I'm really Definitely glad. I'm really glad questions. that no one was a simp and killed Andre because he doesn't deserve to be killed. He, he, he almost died once. Oh, yeah, he never again. To the end. Speaking speaking of that moment, there's one little elephant in the room that we really haven't addressed. So there's far. a lot. There's a lot of elephants. Yeah, there are elephants. some elephants. There's a yeah. lot of elephants. Uh, but how about that whole Forsetti guy? Mm. Ugh, I don't want to talk about him. He sucks. He's the worst. Right, yeah, let's not talk about <laughs> he him. He sucks and is the worst. Yeah, let's not right. talk about him. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk. Well, let's talk him. we can state the obvious. Uh, he sucks. Uh, Next, he is the he real sucks. Kai. He's, He's the weak. real Kai. He's right? a weak villain, just like Belgar. There's no compelling yeah. villains in the game. There's I no... hate, as a scientist, I'm personally offended by v- Belgar as a villain. Like he's, some, he's... he's somehow like a science guy, yeah. and he's just like, but he doesn't fight you back with like a science means. He fights you back with just a, the a big tank, a uh, big. So why does he need the Valkyria power source if he has his own ship that can run without that? And also, a it's huge not even worth tank? thinking. It's not even worth thinking about. But he has some fetish for Riley's dad and yeah. his research oh, okay nice he I'm would pre- marry that, that's Riley's that's dad. my head canon yeah and i think nothing everything about riley and the valkyria research and stuff i just don't i don't yeah. get it it doesn't sell me she's 21 i think in the game but she had previously completed this an insane research that had <laughs> revolutionized the way that people are able to compress <laughs> ragnite that's the yeah. whole reason the grenades exist, I think. The whole class is because of her research. What? What? Wow. How does that make any sense? And the bombs, the Valkyria bombs, the Centurion. Thank you, Riley. You are a genius, Thanks, Riley. I guess. Good job. And, Good and Ragnite compression was also what made those ships run, too. Yeah, yeah. That and was how so, they were so able to utilize Angie. Think about that. Imagine if they basically... So, essentially, that would have been like if, you know, Thomas Edison was drafted to World War Two. <laughs> and then he sewed his own skirts too. yeah and then, he was allowed to like customize his uh outfit because they're like yeah oh, you're a really smart dude and you can design all this stuff so we'll let you just kind of go with what you want <laughs> you don't have to wear like a, an official uniform or anything we we figure that you'll probably have your own like kind of super <laughs> suit that you'll invent for yourself anyways <laughs> to wear yeah <laughs> and then it's really just like some leggings some thermal and leggings and a skirt. Thermal legging. Not even thermal, and just thin. Minerva has the Zetai Ryoki, Ryoiki, the yeah. absolute territory where she has just uh, like thigh high socks yep. on and then like a skirt. And it's like, dude, in you're, in winter. you're crawling around f- in, the, in the snow. That's her official military uniform. And then she pushes her glasses up and then I go, nah, that's okay. It's a forgivable. <laughs> okay so we gotta talk about we gotta talk about the elephant in the room yep there's another one the ship the ship girl what do you guys think about that ship and the mechanics with that ship that you know it offered you a couple more strategic options using ship commands 
it's a layered a layered question um it adds a lot i think to the depth of the game but the ship the ship specifically ship orders were underutilized because it's unavailable like well over half of the missions in the game (laughs) yeah yeah it's unavailable whenever i wanted it and it was i felt like any time that i remembered that i could use them i was either out of range of where i wanted to use it or it was unavailable for me to use in the mission so i just like forgot about it like 90 percent of the time it it reminds me of something we were talking about in an earlier podcast about Hades and how they gave you those tr- those uh special like trinkets at the vi- the companions at yeah, the, the very companions. like end of the game essentially. It's the same concept where if like if you don't start the game with something at your disposal and it's supposed to be like a primary mechanic of your like day to day operations, but they don't give it to you at the beginning, then you're just not going to use it. Like yeah, it's, it's like halfway into the used. game that you yeah. get these. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to, they, they suck ass right away at the start. So you have to research them. So you're less likely to use them right away anyways. And then they're mm. not available like so many missions. Yeah. For like the entire last part of the game when you would need it the most too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last two yeah. missions, chapter 18, you can't use it at all. Well, yeah. You know, if you do skirmishes and stuff, when you really start to explore a lot of the tactical depth of this game, you know, and there's even skirmishes you can't use it and it's stupid. But when you can use it, there are, it does open up more strategies. And in that way, it's good. Mm -hmm. But they just didn't utilize it enough. They didn't allow you to utilize it enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, like, it's crazy. It just seems like, they threw like another additional mechanic in that was just pretty much not even necessary. Just trying to like adding more seasonings, adding more seasonings, seasonings to their dish, <laughs> but no, no sustenance. <laughs> a, a slice of ham, a single thin watery slice of ham. <laughs> 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 How about how about I got something? Okay. Uh, why would a girl want to be a battery? <laughs> for for no reason. Because she signed a, a waiver. Who? What kind of little girl would sign up to be a a battery for a ship? That's the whole point. She's a little girl, so she doesn't get it. She's too naive to even remotely understand. Yeah. <laughs> they she's told under, her her family she's would be the age of consent. She's twelve. They said, your family will be better if you sign this paper, and now your life okay. is bound to us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Claude, you idiot, don't you they, see? She signed they, a like, waiver. They imply <laughs> that she, like, understands the depth of what she's done and, like, that she will be killing people, and it will <laughs> maybe provide a better future for the entire Federation, but... Because she's she's actually like a Valkyrie, right? She's just charged with the Valkyrie energy. She's just Mm -hmm. a full Valkyrie. She's a straight up Valkyria. Okay. Then they just installed little power outlet in her and plug her in. And and there's there was one in every single ship. Yep. You never see the other ones though. Yeah, like well, remember when the other ship was it the Cavalier? Did that one when it detonated? It had that massive explosion because it yeah you, you never see the actual Valkyria itself, but the explosion yeah. was mm-hmm. was, that was from that bomb. Valkyria. 
Yeah. That was yeah. A A two bomb. Unless it was called something else because there was a different named little tiny baby girl in there. That was the mm-hmm. uh the B four bomb. Mm-hmm. Beatrice. Rest her soul. Yeah, it's probably another play on the atom bomb, and that's why it's A two. Because it's mostly meant to just uh, pressure pressure the empire. It would have been, it might have been a one, but that's actually a steak sauce. That's too much seasoning. I'm sure. I'm sure that's why. (laughs) I'm sure that's exactly why they didn't name it that. Uh, Let's talk about that balance. I was going to ask about the post game, Cole, because I I didn't play around too much with the the post game. Yeah, what's all that all about? Unlearned Andre is a playable boy. You can play yeah, as yeah. Andre, Strawberry Andre, in the field. You can play as more than Strawberry Andre. Let me tell you. Oh my god, I, dude! Yeah, you you, yeah, you, you got a peak. I think Cole has showed me. Yeah, <laughs> there's it's unreal. This game, before I even start talking about balance, I want to say that this game has when you include the post game, and you know, you don't necessarily have to include the DLC, but considering that's part of the package now. It, w- it would be fair either way, I think. But mm. it's like, this game gives me a bit of nostalgia towards games in the past, previous decades, that came with so much content that you could play at your leisure, you know, where you'd have unlockable characters and skins that were in the game that you didn't have to pay for. Why does that seem oh. so foreign now? Yeah. And Valkyria really scratched that itch by letting you play all these wacky motherfuckers and do all these weird <laughs> missions. I, I don't so know. True. It was just an, a really interesting feeling because when you beat the game and you unlock the post game, you get that Cenotaph. You can bring back Crystal first and foremost, which is just a funny thing that you could yeah. do because you never had access to her. Mm-hmm. And she gets her own squad story with Minerva. And mm-hmm. you can buy back whoever you sent to get killed with Raz. And strangely, you have to do these hard skirmishes, which are fun ways to play some of the older maps like I like the urban warfare in Valkyria where it's tight corridors and it's like squeezing your tank through, but they don't have a lot of maps. So that one with the searchlights, I don't know if you guys like that mission that much, but I really liked it and I wanted to play it again. You can do that with these hard skirmishes. Yeah, that is interesting. That, that level was pretty interesting. I took an interesting approach and I wonder if I would have done things differently if it would have been a better experience but i i had a weird time with that mission for some reason and you know you can luckily you can just replay the missions too that was another difference from vc1 yeah. you had to beat that entire game before you could oh, redo missions so if you didn't get a ranks which also were harder to get in that game you'd have to beat the whole game and come back around to do it again but in this one you could just do it right away you could farm you know more options yeah. They they lock a lot of the content in the post game, but behind doing these hard skirmishes, which is another weird like it, there's no relevant reason as to why you beat them. Yeah, but then you do, and suddenly, hey, there's a new interlude where you can see Raz smoking a cig, you know, way earlier in the game for whatever reason, smoking a cigarette, talking to Angie about how her dad smelled like smoke. Boom! You can buy Raz back from the death. What? He's back, baby. He's a big damn hero. He's fine. He's okay. Wow. He lived. You can, you can bring him back from the dead. He, he pops up and he's like, guess who? I lived, bitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. He said, wow. I think he says something like, told you I was invincible. Wow. Cool. That got a laugh out of me. You can get Loof. <gasps> you can get her as a oh. grenadier. What? Holy she's smokes. best class, too. She would, she's, she's best class. You can get Strawberry Andre as an engineer. You can get Brian as a scout. 
there's there's cool weapons and cool characters and of course can't forget that you can complete that dlc episode to unlock selvaria <laughs> and crimeria at full power plus as a member of your squad plus kiara and nicola plus uh, vanilla and chocola plus yeah. vanilla and chocola all, like all of that dude every time i unlocked something new i just was blown away couldn't believe all the cool goodies that they had just lined up for anyone who wanted to just keep playing the game there was more and more and more that's cool that's really cool i'm very surprised at all of like the additional content that they have post game it's really crazy like not a lot of people do stuff like that now and the infirmary too Oh, the infirmary where you can like spend i don't the renown thing is a little weird but you can roll more weapons if you want unlock you know uh increase the level cap and stuff get more mm-hmm. r&d <clears throat> you know that's not the greatest stuff in the world but it's like a cool thing that you can farm for in the post game if you were so inclined yeah that's interesting like i just yeah i didn't find myself compelled to want to play more for sure but it's just like <laughs> fucking cool that i have all that stuff just sitting just sitting there ripe for the plucking like i had no idea that you could unlock all that cool shit yeah there's no indication it's just you know it's sort of a reward for extra dedication which i think is what that sort of stuff should be mm. you yeah. know rather than if the if they let you pay money yeah to unlock just uh, like right up front to the, the navy the characters out of it character dlc navy character dlc set you can and that's get, kind you can of what Selvaria and stuff was, but it's in the game. You know, it's included with the base game now, so it's yeah. not. You can't really argue that anymore. And she's busted as hell. So if you didn't even want to play the game fairly anymore, you can break it. They don't mm. give you toys to break games anymore either. They do yeah. everything they can to take them out, even in single player. Wow. I I I wish of all the things that I wish Valkyria would have added is just like that sort of sandbox battle mode sandbox yeah battle it'd be editor. cool to craft your own missions or whatever because that's kind of yeah craft your own missions would be excellent or if they had some sort of like random you know encounter generator that you could do and like set challenge you know criteria and it would just generate you something and it mm. could also give you some sort of reward for it to like rare items they could just like easily facilitate some like end game content some reason to want to come back and keep playing after you know, yeah. you beat the, the main story and, you know, you did everything. I mean, I felt, you know, it was intrinsically rewarding enough uh, to play this game and just do all of the missions, even when there wasn't a reward. Because, you know, every mission is kind of like a puzzle where there's a lot of different solutions and getting there was yeah. a lot of fun. Mm. yeah right at the beginning of the game i was doing lots of scrimmages and like lots of squad stories and stuff but then when i was getting closer towards the end of the game i i felt more like i was just trying to like advance the the main story more and more and i just felt like everything even though you knew the story was bad man that's yeah even though pitfall yep exactly that's i think that's part of why i didn't want to play either it's not because i just like I just think that, uh, like, the sort of... It didn't feel like it was worth putting more time into. Like, the story and shit was just, like, long and kind of drawn out. Just felt like kind of a... It just didn't feel like if I was to keep playing, I don't feel like my time would be worth what I would get out of it. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's just it's just how it presented itself i guess you might you might well, want to take part? a look at you might want to oh. take a you might want to take a look at minerva's swimsuit before you say that <laughs> yeah i mean there yeah. was if, if the gameplay is fun is that fun you know what's fun about it to a person and yeah i mean i get it it mm-hmm. some of the missions can take a long time i think the pacing of the story didn't help with how long the runtime of this game is bringing you back to the book after all these little cutscenes, it just feels off. Yeah, the book, I was going to ask about the book. I felt like it was a minor thing, but I felt like it was really jarring at the same I think, time. Yeah, I think it hurts the pacing of yeah. the game and makes it feel longer than it is and it ties in with all those, you know, where do they draw the line on what's optional and what's mandatory to progress through their yeah. main plot that they've crafted? Yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird, some weird choices. I mean, once you really going into the balance, maybe, and, you know, the the fun stuff that you can do with the game, when you, you know, Chiara and Nicola, <laughs> Vanilla and Chocola, I thought were really... <laughs> I was, I was I amping thought, up to correct you. <laughs> <laughs> they're, always, they're always fun to deal with, I thought, because there are so many strategies to how you can deal with enemies in the game, and they're at least fair in that they play mostly like they're closer to how you play the game than how the ai actually plays the game most of the time they take multiple turns they do orders and they're powerful yeah Mm -hmm. way more fair of a fight than uh klaus Klaus Mm -hmm. yeah exactly where he could just drive to you and like accidentally clip onto a a corner an invisible wall or something (laughs) and erase your team just erase your whole team (laughs) but you know even then you can deal with them you just drive someone, but they have their scouts, so their vision is, you know, almost all encompassing. So you just point them the other way, bring a shock trooper up behind them, and shoot them in the head, and they're down. Like it's, what? Well, and then they can, come back in a turn. Uh, only three <laughs> in mission times. seventeen. Yeah, only oh, three. Oh, is times. it really in mission seventeen? She comes three and times. And also, you can drop the bridge on top of their heads and kill them instantly. Oh, cool. See, there is cool wacky shit you can do if you explore the game. They have orders. Orders are always weird because they. Like you don't need to use them at all, and when you do, they just break the game in just yeah, orders entertaining are ways. Yeah, that that's where I found my fun with the game is just trying to break these missions, trying to get them like A rank the first go without knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because you know that's a, another half of the fun is you go into the mission not knowing what to do, and it kind of fucks you over a lot. But then yeah. once you do know what to do, it's too easy to plan for. Yeah, that's true. I gotta say, I think. The most fun that I had playing the game was when I, I, I think it was when I was totally out of my element and things were just so stacked against me. Like I, th- mm. I, I know you guys hate Mission Fifteen, but I fucking love the f- Mission Fifteen is so funny. <laughs> I have a story about it to explain why I hate it, but okay, yeah. I thought you know you're stuck smack dab in the middle between a rock and a hard place, and they're both coming at you, and you were just like. You're at a mad dash to, like, kill Waltz as fast as possible. And it's just, like, the funniest, like, that was when I just realized, like, okay, my guys are just going to die. I'm just going (laughs) to, like, it was just so funny. Like, I was just sitting there, all these thoughts and strategies running through my head like I didn't know what to do. But it was just (laughs) the most fun ever. And then 17, I really liked, too, actually. I really thought, um... Thank goodness. Yeah, I love that I liked Mission Mission 17, yeah. Mission 17 was, like, kind of fun in, like, a fucked up way. I, I like the 
second mission a lot. I like that second one where you just had to run from uh which one was it again? Uh from Vanilla. Yeah, when you were the in Centurion. the ship. Yeah, run from <laughs> Vanilla. Yeah, that well, that, I liked that too, but I, I liked the first half when it's like you start off and just the enemies are going first and they get a whole turn to just like fucking soften yeah, you up. Dude. Oh and you're God. like, oh shit. <laughs> and I, I think that's when I had the most fun with the game is just when it's just the, it's when it's like hardest and most unfair in a way. When yeah. It's just like, because like most fucking... of the time the AI doesn't put up a threat, you know? They no. don't play yeah. the way you do, they don't strategize. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it was, I liked, I, the only thing I hated about Mission 17 was just how, like, far, like, the, those two, Ch- Ch- Chocola could run. Like, yeah, she's a scout. She, she has the same, she has I, the same AP as a scout. She has the exact same AP. Are you sure? You look at her in the unit list. Is, is I know, but she's given, okay, so she has her same exact stats. It's not, like, modified boss stats at all. I don't think her AP is. I couldn't tell you with 100% certainty, but I'm pretty sure. Because it seemed like she could just sprint. But she's got way more and armor down. and stuff. That's kind of yeah. how scouts okay, so were, they, though, they, too. Yeah, I guess. But it just, like, it just felt like in the mission when you're supposed to hold down all these forts at once. And then she can just run and just instantly. Like, that was the only part I didn't she like. She only ever took, like, two turns. and But, yeah, she she could run far. She could cap. It was She was just so powerful. Yeah, I liked I liked you know dealing with her pokes and all of her shit. It was funny when I realized like I don't have to kill her. I just have to like survive as long as possible. <laughs> like those, that's when it was the funnest, like the most fun. The game was the most fun to me. Yeah, and you, I remember you blowing up the bridge to to give yourself breathing room. Like yeah, that that cool stuff. Yeah, interesting terrain and st- strategies. Yeah. What what was it? Uh... I was trying to think of another time I blew some object up and I think I might have been Dan. I think I might have been Dan and I blew up like a, a a boulder and it was like my last CP or something like that. I blew up like a big uh, snow thing <laughs> yeah, oh. and then it was just a fucking heavy tank behind it and I was oh like, my uh-oh. God. <laughs> Goodbye, like those, Dan. those moments, those moments are good. I don't know. Yeah, they love to just drop a tank on you right around the corner. I remember yeah. even one level. I don't remember what specific level it was, but there was like a, a godly tank, like right was... at the very end of the level. Oh, oh, the Raz mission. Just like it, just like would gun you down as you just went past the Raz mission, where you can't see ahead of you and it looks yeah. clear yeah. to go. Did you die yep. to that too? I didn't die to that. No, okay. I, we all died. I, I almost died to it though. Holy smokes! I died, but like... I had a save. <laughs> Oh. I said, I'm just going to run in. I don't know what's in there, but I'm going to make a bad dash. And then I got fucking killed instantly by that tank. So funny. The uh, I was thinking, I think that one mission in that town, when the tank like bursts out of the wall, fuck that. I didn't like that mission. That mission is done. Oh, out of the wall. I actually, yeah. I actually was able to destroy that barricade before, and there's like this... Uh, Ragnite, Ragnite barrel right next to that tank. Oh, that and one. You can yeah, just shoot not, that thing. Not in a. Oh yeah. Okay. So you could see into the building because this yeah. is the one when it's like the the resistance or whatever are trying to yeah. capture that guy. Or, yeah, no, that was kind of an interesting mission too. That was honestly like the first mission I had an actual struggle with. I yeah. thought that was a just a, a a weird kind of nothing mission where they didn't yeah. advance the plot. They just spent time on it. 
Yeah, it was a total aside thing. It was a weird, just totally side story. But mm-hmm. it was actually like kind of difficult for me. Like, yeah, I, I had. A yeah, it was a hard one too. And then the sniper. That was when that <gasps> sniper. Yeah. sniper shot yeah, the, the medic, medic sniper. Dude. God, fuck that guy. More. They needed more <laughs> cool, just like intermission stuff that really played yeah. with your expectations. Exactly. That that was such a shock when she got fucking shot. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? Like, yeah, if they had more <laughs> stuff like that to spice it up. And then you find the guy and he's named like the medic killer. The medic killer. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm killing this guy. I'm that mission was killer, killer. funny because I also drove up to the wall and then I went into the tactical mode and I could see the blue glow of the Ragnite thing. So I just shot a mortar shell over the over it like i couldn't mm-hmm. see back there but i shot and it blew up and i i never had to deal with the tank i just killed him instantly oh nice. so i don't know if he if there's like cutscenes or something with it who knows <laughs> Skip there it. is a yeah i think i think i like had to reload and then i didn't blow that thing up and then the tank burst out and it was like yeah it's a big cut yeah scene. you can you can miss yep. stuff depending on how you play it like if you don't deploy the main characters and there's interactions with them in the mission i think they just don't happen or if they're like oh, dead cool. when it happens yeah i'm into that yeah but you would you i guess you wouldn't know about it if you unless you had redone a mission or something mm-hmm. so yeah and then overlooked. at that point it's kind of like uh it's kind of like the the final mission hard mode when it's like was this a thing that i could do in the first one don't remember don't care <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah valkyria chronicles 4 huh just oh. it's got a i don't know i i've i've i wasn't so thrilled about certain aspects of it like the story and and everything but just like the gameplay and and kind of what they offer and just like some of the character interactions are really good as well, and overall, yeah. I, I I liked it. I had a, I had fun playing it too. So, but yeah, like like you said though earlier, Jade too. I I also feel like there's currently not a huge amount of reason for me to continue playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess unless they added some really awesome, you know, you know, scrimmage, you know, constant random like generated encounters or something some reason for you to like keep wanting to advance and and like prune your troops and the story is like pretty long itself too and that's always seems like the best like thing to throw like all of your attention at like trying Mm. to develop your soldiers and all of your weapons and everything so you can like beat these guys with greater ease and they're expected to just keep getting harder too Mm -hmm. but then what if i told you that was in the game Oh, that's still in the game? What if I told you there's a, a mission where everyone dies in, like, one bullet? Wow. That does sound pretty cool. So there are, like, there, there's so there stuff, are some There's stuff in the games. game, but you gotta, you gotta play to, you know, to see it. Yeah, that's true. What, uh, what is this? What is this one There are challenge... There's, there's a map where you battle, you know, that Battle of Siegfall? Yeah. Where initially... It's a pretty big map, but there's enemies everywhere on this challenge version, and... I think it's called like a true battle or something. And everybody on both sides gets killed by like one bullet. A sniper can <laughs> shoot someone who's behind cover in the body and it will just kill them. Tanks blow up one lancer shell from Interception the fire. Interception fire annihilates you instantly. You have to play insanely oh carefully. Whoa. 
Wow, you have to like play almost defensively in that case. That sounds actually really. They cool. they all most of the enemies don't move. It's it's kind of a puzzle of how do you advance through the map to the end while not taking any interception fire and everything can kill you instantly. You know, <laughs> like it's a it, it's a remix sort of challenge. I think there's only one in the game, but they're yeah. you know the challenge skirmishes, the hard skirmishes, they are tough. They That's require cool. different strats. Yeah. That does sound really cool, actually. Yeah, I, I wish I would have known about that. That sounds definitely worth checking out post-game. Yeah, but how much I, do you have to play to get there? Um, I don't remember if that's in a DLC chapter or not. Maybe you have to go through the hard skirmishes first. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, they, they do require you to put in a little effort to get towards some of these later unlocks. You know, hmm. whether it's worth it, that's up to you. Interesting. I want to talk quick before before anyone before I forget. Yeah. There are just touching on the fact that this game has a lot of really weird arbitrary like it's cool that uh the medic gets shot at in that one mission. Yeah. And it plays with your expectations of what you're capable of doing, you know, like you can't re- get your teammates up. Yeah. Um but there's just as many things that play with your expectations in a bad way. Mm. And it's 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 that, you know, uh, when you don't know about it going into the mission, it's just an annoyance or it just screws you over. And it's it's arbitrary. It's a it's video game stuff. Like, yeah, when you go into the snow mission with the avalanches and you cross an invisible line and <laughs> now the avalanche happens and it crushes yeah. everything under the next turn. Like you could stop inches. I know that I watched Jade playing a mission where he stopped inches before this cutscene trigger where something would happen. But he just never crossed it, so it never happened. Wow! Yeah, and it, you know, it just makes the the mission is shaped behind these little things that you do instead of like naturally occurring. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, like I it, are you talking about the mission with like Solvari, where if you cross that line, she'll like start blasting you from infinite. Cremaria, yeah, that's that's another instance of it where Cremaria and Waltz don't like show up until you walk over this specific spot, but you can yeah. run around the map and like clear it using snipers and grenadiers and stuff, but nothing nothing changes till you do this one thing this one way. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that seems kind of like stringent. It should definitely yeah. try to be more like free form with it, but I don't know what that would mean. Would that mean being based on turn or round order? Yeah, because they have, you know, they have missions with weather, like the whiteout, mm. where it says at the start, you know, every other yeah. turn this is going to happen, or you can discern on the map. Maybe they, they, they should explain more things that are on the map, like those yeah. yellow areas, but, you know, why can't the avalanche indicated on the map early i don't think it really is unless you're really keen and like look look directly at like oh there's a little extra space on the map over here for the snow that like would stick out but otherwise how do you know and you don't know where this you know it's just an arbitrary video game trigger for this event and right it's not based on avalanche coming down because of noise or anything you make you just walk over there yeah that is pretty lame it should be based on like noise and firing tank shells and stuff like that then yeah oh my gosh you know because they do point that out don't they yeah and they could so easily make a lot of stuff out to be like that like they could give it all like a legitimate explanation but a lot of the time it feels like they just don't take the time to you know set the scene quite properly 
Mm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of missions with with things like that, and so it m- sounds minor at a glance, but it, it was kind of frustrating when that stuff would happen, and it totally alters everything that's happening, but not in like a fun, entertaining way. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, I should have just not moved forward another inch or something. Oh, especially if you if that catches you at the end of one of your turns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's unforgivable. They need to <laughs> yeah, there that should be, you know, spelled out, especially if it's like a game-changing thing. Especially uh-huh. the cover, like all the map stuff. Cuz yeah. in those last couple missions where it's like there's just little marks on the map for like crevices and I'm like, is it okay to like go on these or go in here? Like there's just stuff that's not ever explained. Yeah, they oh. they explain some things and not oh my okay. Mission fifteen for me. Oh, let yeah. me let me walk you guys through this. In that mission, when you're doing mission fifteen part one, I think only. Any other skirmishes, fifteen dash two is is it isn't this way, but in fifteen one there are like ice things blocking all of these holes on the map that are covered by this red line so yeah. you, you see it right away right mm-hmm. and for whatever reason my first thought they're they're not marked on the map like destructible hazards and you can't target them like they're destructible hazards yeah and i thought they're ice so i used a flamethrower on them for some reason and that didn't work <laughs> oh, either yes i know exactly what you're talking about now yep, but you I can grenade the, them thing. You can grenade That's... them to blow them up and open them, and they're cover. But they don't tell you to that I know of. I so thought that, that because fucked. they were ice. I thought that because they were ice crystals. They, you know, after trying to flamethrower them and they didn't melt, uh, because literally they were in the in the game the next level after I unlocked the flamethrower. Oh, so, yeah. So I thought it was like a direct, like, oh, if you unlock these at a certain point, then you can access certain areas of the map. But no, apparently you just had to use a different weapon <laughs> you just that you fucking had grenade all, them. The, all the, t- the whole Your time. grenade can usually target that stuff, too, where it shows on the map. But mm-hmm. in this one instance, it doesn't. And I remember that was the mission where Waltz, for me, killed six of my guys in a one single move one one drive <laughs> oh of his tank God. killed six of my guys and <laughs> i gave like i lost all my hope because i'm like there's nowhere to hide from him in Cremaria. so i said what i'll do now is i'll take the hoffin and i'm just gonna shoot at the vulcan until i die and <laughs> i did that and i killed him in two turns somehow and got an a rank and it felt Whoa. awful oh my I just, God. I just didn't play the mission right and i still won and you still got a good rank and it's, that's when Valkyria goes wrong. It's when you can abuse things and just win with no effort. And, you know, you have to be creative to have fun, I think, in this game. It's really a make-your-own-fun sort of thing. Yeah, that's the thing that is interesting. I mean, that's that's that one mission you mentioned, the Siegfall line, true battle one, is cool as hell. But I was just thinking, like, oh, all these hard skirmishes, uh, can't I just run and capture the point? You know, like, mm-hmm. it's that's, like, the main thing is, oh, just get to the point as fast as you can yeah. and capture it. It's like, I didn't there think there'd be a lot of variation still, between objectives. Even in the skirmishes, you know, there's yeah. more than even what I've mentioned. But definitely, you know, if you just stick with, if you just play Selvaria, you know, of course yeah. you're not going to have any fun if you just play her. So you have to hold yourself back, experiment, do crazy shit, go crazy, do, go stupid. Be wacky, wacky boys. The wacky yeah. wild World War Two, mm-hmm. World War Two, uh, H anime uh, game. Yeah, H 
Like hentai? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's all I got, I think. Yeah, I I I don't know. I I spoke my piece on the topic, I think. I I said a, like a lot of the stuff that was on my mind and we just talked about so many silly silly instances. Like that's that seems like what almost this whole podcast was just like silly instances from Valkyria that we funny, got to silly experience. instances from it's a funny silly game. funny World War Two game. Silly yeah. World War Two moments. A funny war. Uh, real quick though, before we wrap it up, favorite yeah. just random soldier. Go. Favorite oh. random soldier. Viola. Viola. Aladdin. Okay. Uh, Vancy. Excellent. Okay. Vancy. With that. <laughs> with that. Um. I guess my final thoughts are... Uh, you okay? I'm uh, just thinking. I don't have any final thoughts. Just... <laughs> Someone else go. Kiowa, you already um, kind of summarized your thoughts, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can add a little bit. Yeah, Valkyria yeah, yeah. Chronicles is a game that keeps you guessing. Uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's a, it's just a rip roaring good time. You're you're gonna be on for a wild ride the second you set foot into World War Two, uh, Valkyria anime world. Mm. <laughs> anime mm. world. <laughs> That's yeah. It's it's war. It's anime. It's Valkyries. What more can I say? You know exactly what you're signing up for. You you signed mind, a waiver. Mind much material. You signed a waiver. Mind much you, material. You signed a waiver when you buy Valkyria Chronicles Four. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. A waiver to be a soldier. <laughs> a, a waiver to just have your mind become soup, <laughs> mushy soup. Uh, that's so good. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. I'll be succinct. Uh, okay. Uh, I probably had my heart on, on my sleep for this episode. Um, VC4, I won't lie. I think it's almost, it's near perfect for me. Whoa. This is a, this is a, like a 4.5 out of five type of game for me. The story, mm. you know, it's not great, but it really doesn't hold it that far back for me. Cause I didn't really care to begin with. So um i i kept playing even after the game ended i just had fun doing the missions even when there's no reward it just felt good you know if there was map creation or something like that i think it could go a long way uh the creativity in this game you can't really find it anywhere else so i i do hope in the next game they just add more let us play with more squad like random squad members de-incentivize the main cast especially when they're especially Mm -hmm. when they're riley yeah, that's yeah. the saddest part. Imagine even if there was multiplayer. Like if there was some way you could put your soldiers up against someone else's PvP, soldier yeah, yeah, you know. PvP stuff. Oh, what? That actually sounds cool as fuck. Because that that's one of the things, well. you know. The AI just the AI doesn't try to win. The AI just resists you most of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, when does the AI make bold moves to come and capture your base? Almost never. <laughs> They send one weak scout to die they to don't, my, they my don't try storm to, uh, shock trooper. They don't. They walk into meat grinders. They don't try to pick up your fallen comrades to kill them. You know they do everything in their power to give you an easy war. They want to lose. Yeah, it wasn't a bad war. It was only you know ten million casualties. So only ten million people died. 
That's not a lot. Get over it. And guess 10 million people and how many you knew? Three. Yep. (laughs) You only knew three of three deaths. And you chose one of them, so you were okay with it. Yeah. (laughs) You chose two of them. Yeah, I guess two, technically. If you're you're Claude, you chose two of them. Yeah. Yeah. How about Uh, you, Jade? I guess um, pretty middle of the road game for me. I, I I had a decent time sometimes playing it other times it was kind of like you know uh mind turned off just experience i don't even know the some of the battles are really cool and challenging and i had a lot of fun with those but just a lot of the it just overall just uh middle of the ground kind of game for me i guess yeah wasn't good wasn't great i should say wasn't terrible wasn't it was good it was a good it was a good game it was i okay how about this value i got it on sale for like 15 16 bucks well worth that price well worth it more like i'd pay even 20 bucks for this game wow yeah (laughs) in terms of value so yeah i mean first i think it was you know it was worth a play for sure and i really do i have like i want it to be better i want it to be better i want them to keep adding cool i hope they do make more games because i do like this series and i think it's extremely unique nothing else like it and I hope I really do hope to see more Valkyria Chronicles games. Uh, I hope they double down on that story and all the different variety of missions and ways to tackle things. Like they just got to keep keep working on that, and Absolutely. it could be maybe it could be a great a real great game someday. But for now, it's kind of like kind of like a mind mush game for me. I think that's it. Um, that's it for me. I don't know. I'm not going to announce another game. Hey, guys, that was about the end of the episode. I don't remember what game we're doing next. Out, uh, I don't know the kind of order we're going in or how we're releasing episodes. Yeah, I guess, okay, the main, the next pick. Okay. What? Okay, let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great episode. <laughs> wow, what a good episode, <laughs> guys. Wow, <laughs> what a great episode. Hey, what's the next game going to be? Cole, did you... Who was do? Cole, do you remember who was picking it? I don't remember, so I picked a game for you guys instead. Um, okay. I picked a, wow. a kind of a cool game. I don't really know a lot about it other than it's supposed to be really good. And it's called okay. Outer Wilds. Oh, that's the one made by the guys that did the uh, Obsidian games. No, that's Outer Worlds, you big dingus. We're talking oh. Outer Wilds. What is this game? Know. A some kind of space game? This is kind of like a space game. Um, I think there's some puzzles, intrigue, mystery to it. Uh, it's kind of all I know about it. So have fun. Yeah, I actually, I'm actually looking forward to Outer Wilds. Yeah. I think it looks cool. I don't know much about it either, but I'm, I'm excited to see what it's all about. Same. I don't know a whole lot about it myself, but I've just heard only good things about it. It's gonna never be fun. bad. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited to start it up. Um, anyway, Cole, uh, excellent choice uh, for the for the future game. Excellent choice. Also, pretty good work on beating me yeah. in the debate. Uh, I hope maybe <laughs> next time I'll get you. Maybe next time I'll get a good game, like not a mush game going. We could get some good <laughs> shit going on. We can finally play it's some good, good games I get on to this. Play it. It's a good thing I get to pick every game. We can finally get... Listen, we can finally get some good games going on this podcast once I... all right everyone uh thank you very much for listening 
We love you so much. Thank you. Uh, goodbye. Good night. Have a good night. Have a happy midnight. See ya. Happy, happy midnight. midnight.